0: Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the premium peach show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the premium peach show. If you want the scoop in the low down low, listen to the show, cause nuke
1: said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss or no, it's the premium peach show. What up, pop? Brace yourself as I ride up top. Close yeah. your eyes as we ride. ride out your socks. Double lose his mind as he grind in the tunnel. When they give me the cash, he made up his last buck. Nasty that. girl, don't pass me the world I push the V, not the bat seat, girl uh. Don't three-throat, see notes She floats, murder she wrote Keep the heat close Firm, nigga, we post to be the illest On three close familiar Bigger than eco's, y'all Danny DeVito, small niggas All I see is the penny eaters That's Woo. all, nigga Low shark in this year Raise figures 15% make the whole world Shut sit up. up Now take notice Now to take over Y'all take quotas To hit Papa out Listen, shout out to Danny DeVito yeah,
2: what's he something. doing? Let me tell you something. You sounded you sounded just like Foxy on that.
1: I had the raspy going on, right? A L- little raspy, little raspy. You-
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing.
1: No <laughs> I'm pu- going for my girls this week. Like the, my my last couple like intros have been like to my women because I feel like you as know you should. I have
2: to as you should. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. Um, before we end the year out, I want to have a couple more girls on.
1: Me too. Um
2: and, and, and not only not only some like don't get me wrong, internet's listen, I I can't always be this nice gentleman preacher, Pete. Okay? I want a fucking porn star on, popping that uh, uh I'm working on behind
1: scene. the scenes. I'm trying to get um she's not a I wanna call her a prostitute. I'm not even gonna lie. What? I'm working on trying to get yeah, a prostitute. She may
2: came on she may try to charge, you know what I mean? Like I don't do that type we'll of thing. We'll see.
1: Stuff we will see. I'm trying to get her on. I think I that you, you and her star. would be fun. I definitely want a porn star.
2: And uh shout out to um to Nikki Morgan. She tweeted she wants us to do a naked episode. So you're going to get naked? I don't know, man. I don't think about it, man. I don't think about it.
1: I mean, um mm, I could definitely, you know, maybe bottomless or <laughs> anything for Nikki. Internets. She showed us her Internets her cotty so we i can you know pull it out no no far. but not, not only
2: porn stars i think that we're going to have also people who especially women who are empowering uh inspiring you know um just being somebody that has a daughter teenage daughter i want to i want to be inspired to help inspire my daughter right to you know you know to give my daughter a, a, a cue to give her some wisdom cuz i already always try to instill gems in her but you could learn a lot from another woman that's true you know what I mean? That's so true. And I, and I want to continue to do that. But we got a lot of different stuff. And and, and as, as we go along, you know, again, I always tell you hip hop is hip hop. But, you know, I definitely want to uh, start hitting some other corners. Doing some, you know, um, sports, some like, yeah, you know, some, Entrepreneur- some curveballs. Yeah, I mean, we people. have. we have. That's why, you know, we said expect the unexpected because you never know what it is. And we have done that. And I love the internets that say, like, yo, you never know who's going to be on this show. Um, and shout-out to the internet. Shout-out to the internet for the last episode. Listen, at Styles P, man, one thing I First of all, I love the episode. Me too. And a lot of the internets did too. And shouts to everyone that tuned in and listened to it. One thing I love about Styles P, as he gets older, I feel like he's like... he he, like the young relate to him and the old appreciate him you know what i mean and and he's like one of those dudes that has so much wisdom he's seen a lot and he's nasty when it comes to doing his business right and you know i just i just really i just really like styles man i think like you know even though at the end got all choked up and shit like that and i was like what the fuck yo
1: that was that was really great though it just showed that he is the gangster in The Gentleman. Like, it just showed the levels, you know? Like, he kept it so real throughout the whole episode, and then... For that moment, he was, like, really vulnerable, and I was really, like, dope.
2: Yeah, and, you know, for me, you could tell, like, I was choked up on the end of that last episode just talking about, you know, uh, just having a teenage daughter and then just going through the things that they go through, you know, like, you know, speaking to my daughter, and every other day, some days are good, some days are bad, and, you know, she may say to me, like, yo, I'm not liking school, I don't like this person, I don't like that, and, you know, keep in mind, these kids are devious these days, so it's hard to have any friends that you could really trust you know, without seeing them on Snapchat doing something fucking crazy. And I guess, like, you know, they get discouraged and overwhelmed and, 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 you know, being a separated dad, not being with her all the time, I never know what she's fully going through, and that right. sucks. So anyway, to make a long story short, internets, if you haven't checked out that Styles P episode, check it out. Now I want to go over a couple of things before we even start to uh, get into me and Mrs. Are talking about the, the fuck we talking about. <laughs> um, subscribe on iTunes. yes follow the SoundCloud page we're on Stitcher We're on Google Play I'm trying to work on get on Spotify um you know all all over all, like, listen internet if you fuck with the show and you haven't rate or subscribe especially on iTunes do that you know uh, it 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 helps the, the 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 ratings it helps what it looks like and uh you know listen let us know you know what us yeah, know. Yeah cuz we ready.
1: appreciate your feedback you know and we want to know what the internet you know like What do you like, like and if you don't what like you something hate let us. what you you know, it's like the, like the census. Listen, so we, it, it, it's we,
2: all good. You know, uh, podcast world is, is is bigger now than it ever was, right. and I love how people have their uh, you know their certain podcasts they listen to. You know, and I'm I'm just thankful that they that the internet has fuck with uh, the both of us every week, and we're just trying to continue to just elevate and and, and diversify, uh, leave you with some gems and some wisdom, and bring you all different types of people from all walks of life. You know, we also got the YouTube page, uh, uh, Brother Christopher, you know, he's been um, putting them behind the scenes videos up there. So check that out Um, and, and check out the iTunes page. And like I said, check out the SoundCloud page and go back and tell a friend to tell a friend.
1: Yes. Word of mouth is very important. So make sure you guys, you know, hit us up, even on Twitter, especially like Pete. Pete is on Twitter. He's responding. He's talking to you. I mean, I do it too, but I'm not as great as he is. Like you, you was going crazy on Twitter today.
2: Well, first off, uh, I woke up this morning and I seen that uh, Jay Z was a a, um, a Ken, and for Halloween, and Beyonce was a Barbie, and they had blue in there. So basically, it was like they were doing like the Black Barbie family. Yo. Could you believe that some of these internets out this motherfucker, were making fun of, of Jay for the wig that he had on or because Ken don't have no genital parts? Let me tell you something. That shit made me so fucking tight because, like, yo, the people that are complaining about Jay-Z enjoying time with his family, particularly his kid. Right. Are the same people who are wearing fucking painted on tight ass pants and lug fucking boots. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Those are the same people that are wearing fucking Adidas track pants and Jordans. Those are the same people that are wearing New Balance sneakers and Nike socks. Nobody asks you. But here's the thing, too. I told them, like, yo, if you think what Jay-Z did was corny, go get yourself a family. And then let me know what the fuck you think. Because let me tell you something. Kids, like, that's a, like, like like here's the thing. Those are the same people that were complaining about Jay-Z only owned 1% of the Nets. Well, what the fuck do you own? Right. Like yo, like like honestly, like like yo, I I was telling Miss Lissa, when my daughter was in the fifth grade, she had a hat contest. Yo, we came home. It took me three days. I made a five foot hat for the both of us. That she was five feet. That she had everything on it from sunflower seeds to snapbacks to other hats. We stacked it up, man. And I wore that joint with her to school. Everybody looking. I said I don't give a shit because it made her happy. Right. And you don't know, Internet's who don't have a kid, listen, I'm not knocking you for not having a kid. You know, have a kid when you're ready. Yeah, wait till you're ready. But don't try to knock another man. Like, and and I think that they just knock Especially
1: them. a black man. Like, people are always complaining about, you know, like, black fathers or... You know, and to have this man actually going above and beyond for his daughter, like, you know, like, he could have easily paid somebody to be Barbie and Ken, you know, but he wanted to do that because he really cares about his child. And there's nothing whack, washed or corny about that. Like anybody who thinks anything otherwise really needs to check themselves like that's whack. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just. Where feel, your father at?
2: I just feel like I love. <laughs> I feel like I love. I love. I love social media, but it's also a gift and a curse. And the curse sometimes is that people hate for no reason. People just throw shade for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I just, don't, I just don't even understand. You know, like, like, like how that happens. You know what I mean? Like, and that slander, that type of slander. What? I, like, I don't know what everyone was mad about. Whether it be the wig or just Ken? Or,
1: and well, like, who cares? Is the Ken doll supposed to have a penis? Like, what does that have to do with, like, him dressing up? Like, that's still, like, it's annoying. It's
2: stupidity, but even like you said, people, like, here's the thing to me. People would talk about a father not in their kid's life and then talk shit about them being in it. Like, right. Like, you know, like, like that's why I always say the presence is everything. Presence over presence. And Jay-Z is living that life. And we should applaud another man. Or, or if you're a woman, it, it doesn't matter. You applaud somebody for for... for for being inspiring, right? Like, 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 yo, yo shout to Killer Mike, man. Killer Mike tells me all the time when he sees me put post up with my kids and presence over presence, He it reminds him, it reminds him to go and and, and check on his daughter or call right. her or or, or or see where she's at. Because that's what we should do as, as, as you know, here's the thing. I, I love my ladies, but when I speak to my, my brothers. Right now. Like, yo, we should, we got to uplift each other, man. Well. You know, like, like yo, yo, I get hit all the time about people who are, are, are facing uh, issues with their, with their daughter's mother or their son's mother. And I explain to them how to, how, you know, how to work it out and, 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 and how to figure it out and how to, how to keep it going and how to stay strong. And these kids need us. Listen, I, at the end of the day, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to spend forever talking about Jay-Z and he's living his life and enjoying himself. And he ain't dropped no check on this show yet. No, 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 no. But wait, listen, listen, Internet, who are worrying about Jay-Z and his fucking family's costume for Halloween. Do me a favor. Worry about something more important, like November motherfucking 8th. and no, Not November 28th, as Trump said one time. Yo, You know Trump said that? He had the date wrong? Yeah, he got the date wrong. It was like uh, uh, three weeks ago. But I figure a dumb fuck would get that wrong. That, yo, he's That an orange asshole. carrot mother, like, yo, that motherfucker would get a burnt egg roll, you know?
1: But at this point, it's just like, I don't know, like, what is don't you? Know? Here's the
2: thing. It, it's, it, here's the thing. Do they, we both, not... Re- both of the candidates are tough. Yeah. Okay? They both kind of suck. Okay. But Hillary Trump sucks the lesser more. lesser of both Yes, peoples. yes, yes. I mean, the, the thing I don't like, the thing that you can't never forget about uh, uh, the Clintons is that, first of all, she was calling black people super predators. Second of all, her husband was fucking giving football numbers away for drugs. Right. People getting caught with a pound of weed we doing 10 years in jail. Okay? Hey, so, so, you know, we can never forget. And all these emails, I don't, I don't give a fuck if Hillary was sending, uh, her, uh, you know, uh, uh, her box around. I don't know what she was doing. I just know that she's not as loose as Trump.
1: And she at least knows about I the know, issues. I know, and she's she been, knows. yes, and she's yeah. been
2: in office, and she's been around, and I'll be honest with you, there's no one, there's no more better experience than being in the field, and she has been in the field. So we vote for we vote for Hillary because of that, and we vote for Hillary because, God forbid, if this fucking guy gets in. I mean, you look at somebody like the Central Park Fire Shots, to Santana Raymond and everybody, all those homies. What they went through, and this guy still hasn't offered an apology. Right, put out, put out uh ads in the paper for a death penalty for these guys they were uh, they, they they were they, everything was vacated they weren't they were, they were not guilty right how do you not apologize
1: because he's a cruel here's the
2: thing sometimes i'm an asshole sometimes you are but i have to learn how to admit it Mm-hmm.
1: like you just did
2: doesn't that make you better do you feel better i do i but i'm not really an asshole not today you better
1: than if i was an <laughs> asshole maybe
2: yesterday you know
1: you're the, you're 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 an ass. It's
2: okay. Yeah, i I mean it, it, it's it's just it, it, listen. For a while I did I never wanted to vote. And for a while I couldn't vote, you know, but for a while I didn't want to vote. I didn't care. You you vote like, now? I feel like I guess so, you know.
1: It all goes away cuz like you I don't know. I, I don't you know, know
2: it, it's called having a good girl in your corner. They find out all this shit for you, and they make sure that you're good to go. Shout out to Loki Nat. Yeah, Loki well, Nat, man. You know, it's funny how many times I see people now with uh, no Instagram. There's A lot of like uh, my man Kudice, uh, um I think his wife doesn't have an Instagram. I peeped that, and I was I was just laughing because, you know, having a, a girl's not on Instagram. People people are wary about people who are in, uh, on social media, but she really just doesn't like social media. She doesn't understand it either, right? And it's funny because it's like almost like even my mother, like you know, she doesn't understand anything, you know, about yeah, (laughs) except fucking. She knows how to cook. She does. She know how to cook.
1: No, I'm saying, but she knows how to cook though. One thing
2: funny about my mother's house is whenever whenever Loki Nat picks up uh, Tristan from my mother's, when I have to bring him to my mother's, he always comes home. He smells like fucking meatballs, pasta, fucking chicken cutlet. I'm like, yo, how strong are the seasonings in this house? Right. That he comes home and the fucking collar of his onesie smells like chicken franchise. <laughs>
1: what the fuck <laughs> is she doing over there? You she's know? basting him. She, she just,
2: she just doesn't pay attention. You know, she's, she's good. She's a good. Let me tell you something. She's one of those mothers where I feel like she's too good for this new generation. But you know, sometimes they don't listen. You know, like, like for instance, uh, I told her I brought him over there one day, uh, baby premium. And I was like, "Look, he's good. He don't need a nap. He's good to go." And uh, so I call her up. I'm like, "How's it going?" She's like, "He won't nap for me. I put him down. He's crying." I said, "Ma, I told you he doesn't need a nap." Yeah, but you know, I put him down. I gave him a bottle of milk. I heated it up. I put it back. Ma, he didn't need to nap. She'll never say okay. It's like it's like
1: she has she's stuck in her traditional ways. She's a
2: stubborn Italian woman.
1: Like he needs to take a damn nap.
2: Yeah, you know how. You know, listen, that's why most Italian men have a hard time finding. Uh, a woman because their mothers are like fucking the greatest things on earth. You know, (laughs) they fucking take care of you. They do everything except for forget about it. Well,
1: shout out to my Italians. I'm here for you. And I'm definitely going to go sit in your mother's living room and learn some recipes and grind some meat for the meatballs. Like I'm, I'm going to be better than mama. Let me know the Vinnies, the what's the what? Give me some names. The Vincenzo's, the Sergio. I'm with them. Tony, that's, that's what I'm looking Joey, for. Joey, Situation. John. What else?
2: What anything care? else? No? I'm just
1: letting the kids know. Like I did I say Luigi? I don't want no Luigi. I feel like Luigi's like the old uncle who's bald and got the big belly. Talk about hey hey about it, me like I don't want him. I want the young stud. So nephew. if Luigi is grandson. an the time
2: nephew, what would an old, um, what an old black uncle be? What would his name be?
1: Otis. Otis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Otis. How about Spanish? Um, Pablo.
2: Okay. Uncle. No, no. Pa-
1: the- Theo Pablo.
2: Pablo? You think
1: so? You think so? Yeah, why not? No, that sound like one of the young the young ones.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Luis. Well, i tell you one thing. We're going to keep it all in the family. And this episode is going to be fun because I have a family member to be. I mean, they are like family, right? Wouldn't you think they are like family? Or These are you, people are your family. I guess so, right? In this day and age, you don't only need to get married to be family, right?
1: No, and you already have a seed in their family. So your family, unless she dumps you, then you're not family no more. Then you just baby premium father. But right now, <laughs> as you are together, Wait, let me tell you something. family before, before, we even,
2: before we even take a break and, and then bring in our guest. When you say that so lightly, you know um, that sh- like shit could turn on you in a second. <laughs> yeah, and I remember like being a family with my first daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden things just um, you know didn't work out. Next thing you know, I found myself on the outside looking in, and I remember catching a, a brief moment that I'm still to this day, so many years later. Seventeen years later, remembering as you're talking about something of how disgusting that felt the switch be, just be yeah, just being on the outside looking in it's weird loving someone, finding someone uh you know making a see with them and then hoping to grow with them, and the next thing you know, you're like Bye, Felicia, <laughs> or you're like or this is or you like or you're like this shit is this is how it is from now on right, and it's just different, you know what I mean like imagine if I you and your you you and you, you say you have a man, right? right? I
1: don't don't worry about that. I'm different though because like even Rena, I met Rena. Fun fact because she was Pitcho. she was my brother's girlfriend. Really? And when they broke up, we stayed cool.
2: And what about your brother? Who's that? You don't talk to him no
1: more. I don't. We never really talk like that anyway. Like we have a weird relationship. I mean, I love him. Shout out to you if you're listening. I love you, but you're weird. You don't really touch base with your family, and it's okay. Those Spartan people that you said are your brothers on Facebook, I said, Listen, internet, that's your family.
2: Internet, your family, today I said something.
1: You pick I, your family. No,
2: no I said, today I said something. Friends, first of all, friends could become family. Right. But I said something that 99.9% of the time when you're down and out, family will always be there. And someone said, that's not true. Well, I'm going to explain to you. Family ain't only blood. Right family is who you keep around you that you that, that that you believe in that you love that you grow with. And I'll tell you one thing. The internet is cool, but when you're down and out, it's the people who care about you that you keep around you, that circle that you get a chance to see who's there for you. That's family, and those people will always be there for you. Yeah. And if you feel like the people you chose aren't those the, you know, the people that are there for you, then get them the fuck up out of here.
1: Right. Or like, and, and
2: you don't even have to you don't even have to do it so brashly.
1: Uh, You can do it brashly if you feel like it. No, no. Cut their ass off. Don't look back. Move in silence
2: and slowly separate yourself.
1: I don't always move in silence, Pete. Sometimes I'm moving very noisily and niggas got to know. I don't fuck with you no more. What know is for. your uh, sign again? Leo. Oh,
2: that's because You're crazy. But you're right.
1: You're, I am. But um, you're right about that. You can definitely, you can pick your family, but you can't pick your relatives. Blood ooh, makes ooh. you related, yes. but you know, you could pick who's your family. That's why I'm saying friends become family. Yeah. So I, I, I believe that.
2: It means everything. And uh, we're about to have some family on the show.
1: I'm definitely about to talk to your family, find and, out and, and, more about Pete. And,
2: and be so, forget about Pete. They don't know me like that.
1: I am well, he gonna get to know you today. Oh, shit. Oh, today.
2: Don't tell Otis. We are gonna let him
1: give you the third degree. No, nah, but,
2: but you know what? We're also gonna get into, like, some golden hip-hop shit.
1: Right. And some good gems for anyone who... We all think our kids are talented, But this is a man who really poured into his children and made a way for them because he knew that they were talented and really believed in that. So grab a pen, take some notes. up be blunt. If you're an entrepreneur, he got some gems. If you're a parent with a superstar kid, he has some tips. Mm -hmm. And if you are Pete, I want to find out what he thought about you when he first met you.
2: Okay. Well, we'll find out. Internets don't go nowhere. You listen to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Nose.
1: A.K.A. Yonsek.
2: Motherfucking Yonsek. Ow. Be right back. Cheer. Cheer, cheer. Sit in your chair. Yo, 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 yo. You know what
0: it is. The Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Nose. It's your boy, S.P. the Ghost, L-O-X-D Block. Yeah. You should be fucking logged in right about now because it's going down. You want to hear some ill journalism, dope interviews, hear what's popping, what's going on, shit like that? You tuned into the right motherfucking spot.
2: The internet. Yeah! Cheer. Internet, <laughs> and we're back. I tell you, every time that we get to this point where we're bringing in guests, I'm excited. But today I'm even more excited because it's family in the building. Or should I say the triple OG, but father-in-law-to-be, but someone who has done so much in the music industry, somebody just a, just a, a real entrepreneur, um, and I always say, like, it's funny how life brings people together, and next thing you know, you know, you, you, you're, with, you're talking with somebody or, or, or you're involved in, in a situation where you feel like, you know, you knew them for a while or, or you feel like that, you know, you could vibe with them or just good people. Internets, listen, I welcome uh, to the Premium P Show Mr. Nat Robinson. What's up? What's yeah, yeah. so, <clears throat> up, Al? Listen, oh, oh, we got milk in the building too. And we got
1: milk doing some ad-libs, dropping a couple of gems whenever he feel. What is, fit. What, is
2: what is Nat to uh, milk? He's the, the he's
1: the cow that produced milk D. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Well, anyway, listen for 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 the internet that may not know of Nat Robinson, I mean, we're gonna take him down the journey, and we're gonna go back. We're gonna go for uh, No Leah. We definitely going for it. Shouts to but. For, for people who may not know who Nat Robinson is, you started off in New York City, right? Absolutely. I mean, where, where were you born, actually, first? Brooklyn. But King- Brooklyn, there you go. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, New York. Kings County Hospital. And, uh, yeah, me, you know, I think I was born in Kings County, too. Yeah. But not the time you were born. That was a long time ago. Like, mm-hmm. like a year later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but when did you, as a kid growing up, right, did you grow up with mom and dad? Mom. Okay. No dad? Dad was a, around, but he wasn't.
3: He was a Rolling Stone? Well, not really a Rolling Stone. He was just a, I won't even say part-time dad. That's giving too much credit, but you yeah. know. He <laughs> was absentee. Absentee. Did, now, what did, M-I-A, you, a, you know? what, what did uh, mom do? Mom was a uh, domestic. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: nice.
1: And that's the hardest job ever. Shout out to my women holding it down. Mama mm-hmm. made miracles every Thanksgiving. Every, and, and okay, I, it's I, hard I, out here.
2: I can't wait for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. But listen, you know, one thing, too, and I get into how obviously we met and et cetera, but one thing I love um, is just knowing of you and the people who may not know of you who will learn is your just your entrepreneurial, just your hustler habit. You know, I think that's what we connected to because you always told me, like, you know, you're a hustler and, and obviously coming from somebody who's been hustling all these years. When did you even, like, What did growing up, I know that you uh, worked. Um, you worked a regular job for a small amount of time, right? Well, I was an engineer for IBM, so... IBM, that's a question. Yeah, I, um... That was in, that had to be in, what, the 70s? 70s. Okay. And I was vice president of RCA. Okay. How did uh, that even come, I guess, just how did that even come about?
3: Well, being a... You got to remember, back in the day, it wasn't too many black folks in fortune 500 companies mm-hmm. and they came up with this thing called called affirmative action mm-hmm. and i was able to get into ibm on the affirm affirmative action program i was 17 years old they sent me to school they taught me everything and you know i'm just gonna be real that they, <clears throat> they didn't believe african americans could really step up But because of affirmative action and government contracts, you had to have an ethnic balance in order to get the government contract. You had to have so many African-Americans, so many Asians, so many Spanish. So they hired us based on getting government contracts. But uh, to make it short, we, we controlled Wall Street. We controlled the banking system. We did everything for them. We rocked it. And that's why you have IBM as it exists today. It's a very ethnic company now. We're back in the days; it wasn't. So yeah, so, so, you, so know, the wanna, you know, there's some people want to you know want to make America great again and go back to the old days, like you know when IBM was pure white.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they so at, at that time, I mean, they didn't think that that that, that black people could do the same work that, that as the white people could do in that company. Absolutely. The
3: actually, actually,
2: there there should be a class action
3: lawsuit because. And to get into IBM, you had to take twelve tests, but yeah. all African Americans had to take thirteen tests. We had to take an additional test that nobody else took. What test was that? The extra one? Drug a, test? Uh,
1: no, no. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, no, no. We couldn't. We, we couldn't afford no drugs then. Everybody else had the drugs. <laughs> we, we had to go get that from our coworkers. <laughs> you know. No, it was a, me- a mechanical test. We had to show that we had logic in our minds and we were logical and we could function in logical. Atmosphere,
1: because skin color definitely changes your (laughs) logic. (laughs) Exactly, you know. Exactly. Dang, that's so So, crazy. So, so
2: you you work in an IBM, Mm -hmm. and um, when did you decide to get? I know that uh, you you had the number one nightclub back in the day. Which, for the internets that don't know, let them know what the name of that club was. That club
3: was called Tribeca. But I've had like quite a few clubs prior to that. But
1: how
2: did you even get into that? Why don't you let the internets know that?
3: Well, actually, I'm, I don't know if you ever heard of Black Expo, there, there was a guy named Winston Sanders that ran the Black Expo
2: mm-hmm.
3: nationwide. They made hundreds of millions of dollars. People don't even know about it. I, w- I went into a club way back in today. day. In the day, a friend of mine was working there. You know, you're young, so I'm going to get in free and all that. So I went down, I'm waiting for my boy to come, and I'm watching this dude at the door. And he's making all this money. He had a shopping bag between his legs. He had money in his arms and dropping money. And I'm like, damn. I looked at my partner. And I said, yo, man, we, we need to do this. And we made a decision at that particular time. That's what we was going to do. And I had a dynamic partner. Actually, in New York, they used to call us a dynamic duo. Really? And uh, Would people know of him?
1: That's what they call us. No. Uh, oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well,
3: no, because we were kind of low-key, and we were involved in a lot of different things. So... I, I won't get into that whole part, yeah, no but, you know, you like to roll sometimes below the radar. Sure, most of the
1: time. He's the original low-key Nat. Yeah. yeah so, you
3: so, know. So. so, yeah, we kept things really cool and simple.
2: So so you decided, so so after IBM... Well, before I left, I called my boss at
3: IBM and said, you know what? At lunchtime, I said, I can't do this anymore. I'm Wait, quit. were
2: you waiting till lunchtime? Yeah, I
3: couldn't. <laughs> I was trying to get to the end of the day. I just couldn't make it. So I called <laughs> at lunchtime and said, you know, I can't do this no more. I'm going to resign. He said, resign? I'm just going to be honest and please anybody don't think it's not a racist statement. It's a factual thing. Um, I said, I can't really do this anymore. I'm dying inside. Mm. So yes. I, I just can't do it. He said, well, um, you're very fortunate to have a job at IBM. And I won't translate that for you, but I'm sure you can translate it. Uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate, but I'm dying here, so I can't do it. And he said, well, you know, we'd like to have some people from
2: HR come down. You can't, you can't leave. Really? What are they fucking mafia? What? Well, no, that's, that's what like they, Bronx tail. They was that. like,
1: we don't be letting black people just no, no. in and out like that. That's right. You don't. You, you just. are just gonna oh, leave. You, you, you're dissing us. <laughs> yeah. You don't. Like, you you, think, don't, you <laughs> don't
0: think this is <laughs> God given? <laughs> yeah.
3: Exactly. You got it. Did <laughs>
0: they tell you to speak to a
1: psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah. They
3: told me, nigga. Well, you gotta speak to the psychiatrist. <laughs> 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 you know, because um, any
1: Negro that wants to leave here
3: got to be crazy, crazy.
1: And didn't we give you a logical test?
3: Yep. And so it took me about. Well, it took them about four weeks before they would actually release me. They're sending me a check every week, and I'm not going to work. And I'm like, "Yo, I don't work for you." Yeah, they am sending him food stamps. <laughs> hey, don't you want food stamps? <laughs> so that's He's how stained. that's how it started. So I started. I started with an organization called Zodiac Productions, and we did small things. And then we 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 kicked our game up, and we started doing things in um you know today as Metropol uh, Met, the Met Building, which yes. used to be uh, used to be the Pan Am Building. And uh, we started there, you know, Donald Trump's uh, first venture. And we started doing things in places like that. So because we came from a corporate world, both of us, myself and my partner Ray, we actually went after corporate companies. We went after Inhilco International, which had all the restaurants and stuff in the World Trade Center. We went after after um, after Pet Milk, which mm-hmm. owned everything in the Uh, Empire State Building, the Reese Brothers they were called. We went after restaurant associates that owned almost everything in Manhattan and we cut deals with them. and said, look, let us take these places. You guys wrap up around 10, 11. We're going to come in and turn it into a nightclub. We gave them a proposal. We're going to make you X amount of dollars more than you're making in your dead time. So we started doing things at Skydiving the World Trade Center mm-hmm. the Window wor- Windows of the World in yep. the World Trade Center, Trade Center uh in the Empire State Building, the Rainbow Room, the uh, Tower Suites and the Time Life Building. We started doing these things with these big companies. So then we came it got to a point that we met some nice Italian guys uh out of Brooklyn over here. Oh, yeah. You know, and um one of them their father was the president of the Carpenters Union. Okay. So we got a place down in on Northmore in Tribeca, and they built it from scratch. You know, you had the Italian dudes coming Not in the middle of the Italian night. Dude. Yeah, pay for everything in cash. Put yeah. the fucking linoleum in there. And that, don't forget and no, to put no, sal no. into
1: the
2: cement before you pour it.
3: Right. Nobody could speak English. <laughs> Nobody could <can> speak English. <laughs> <You know>?
2: Silvio, <laughs> now, now, now let me ask you. Something. And that mm. is what became of the Tribeca, Tribeca. Mm-hmm. which uh, the legendary Tribeca. Lez- le- now, le- now let legendary. me ask you: some. You go from IBM. To get into just creating clubs right. and, and 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 what was the scene in the in, in these places? I mean, was it a lot of men and a lot of women? I mean, what, well, what, what, type what of... we
3: did was we coming from IBM and out of your mindset. I I will give us give my partner and myself credit that we really came from a branding and marketing background before it was said that you're branding. You know, so we knew how to market and we knew how. To, so we came up with these things that nobody ever did before. A friend of mine told me recently, he said, do you know you guys created Ladies Night? I'm like, really? He said, you're the first people to ever do that in New York. Wherever you have women, you'll have men. Mm. And when you have women, men will spend money. I mean, that's as simple as... Mm-hmm. Gems. Gems. Yeah. Dropped. Yeah, it's just, there's no magic to it. There's no... Who who was DJing at some of these... It was a guy named Charisma. But what happened, mm-hmm. it was... We were, we were actually starting to go into the hip-hop world. And uh, Russell had a, a kid named... Um,
0: um what's his name? Who? Russell's first act. Curtis Blow?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I that was a setup. So we, <laughs> we 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 didn't do we only did dance music. We didn't do hip hop music. Okay. So um you know Russell said, Could you put Curtis Blow in?
0: I said, you know, no, no, no.
3: And they said, Yeah, Russell, he comes down all the time. So we put that was the first hip hop artist in our club was was um Curtis Blow Curtis Blow. Blow. Mm-hmm. So we started there, you know. We started getting some of, the, you know, the hip-hopers will come through, of course. They'll probably kill me now. I wouldn't let them in. You come down. You gotta let these guys in. You know, oh, nah, It's like yo, man. we
0: Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. <laughs> hey, who's that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <I'm literally> kidding.
3: <laughs> <So> i kidding. <laughs>
0: like, so, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that'd only be ten dollars each. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since yeah. you GMF. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so, and and this was and how old were you when you uh, opened uh, Tribeca?
3: Was I about nineteen years old? Twenty. I was a little <laughs> older than twenty something. I started. What's the name? I started um, Charlie Browns and. Am building when like nineteen, right? And I don't want to tell you how much I was making a, a week, cause you know. And
0: I was already here then when he was nineteen. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Wait, when did when did you have milk? Oh, I, he was already here. <laughs> no, actually, uh, Giz was Giz, here. Giz I gave. I think he was twenty
1: when yeah, I was he, born.
0: Nineteen when you? Yeah, yeah, me twenty when you were one. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, uh, but yeah. I, j- just mm. FYI, mm. so I take my father into the strip club. To uh, New York Dolls, yeah. which we didn't hit yet, but they're about to close it, so we gotta yeah. hit it. And he's like, "Oh, I used to have a club in here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was called Swat. Anyway, it I was, was a like, strip club.
1: Hmm? It was a strip club. No, no, it, was no it was a regular club. club. Oh, I'm about to say you was dead. It's a strip club everything. now. Oh, we did. He going that to that IBM like... after hours. <laughs> I'm gonna turn this up. Okay, I'm bring some poles and some hoes. Well, we got to we'll... Ladies' night. Hey,
3: hey, we got to do the edited version. Okay.
2: <laughs> so work with me here. So okay. so
1: let,
2: let, let's take this. So you got Tribeca, right? Right. What else do you have? Uh C'est-soir. We I H-
3: had How that? who came up with that name? What is it? C E S O I R tonight. It means okay. tonight in French. Yeah. Okay. Do you wanna so, have so,
1: tonight.
2: So, so there was a point at say twenty years old, you had Tribeca.
3: Sessoir. Sessoir. Uh had a place downtown called the Raspberry Strawberry.
2: Okay, nice, nice.
3: And uh, we like had a few. Thi- yeah, yeah. Charlie well, it wasn't Browns. Charlie Brown's.
2: Um, he could. Do- I even did things. M- M- milk wasn't even headrest. M- headrest. Head head <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why milk. This is why milk. There's a fourth mic tonight because yeah. just in case, uh, pops forgets anything. Well, certain things. Certain me. things you don't want to talk about. You know. You know. No, but listen, from an entrepreneurial side, like. Did you ever say to yourself, even though I mean you're making money, you're mm-hmm. doing you're doing something you like, mm-hmm. uh, you're your own boss. Right. I mean, did it did it move so fast where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how did you know how to handle yourself? Well, I had a great partner and
3: we had corporate meetings in our car every night. When I drop him off one night, he would drop me off one night, and we sit up till the sun comes up and sit in the car and talk about our next moves. So we really planned everything. And, you know, we got a chance to meet everybody. I got a chance to meet Sylvia Roan, got a mm. chance to meet Merlin Bob coming through the club, Russell coming through the club. So I started to know the people in the music business just because they came to the club. So that Making was friends, yeah. Making friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as things, you know, the, the transition happened, and Milk became of age, I don't remember what you were, but you were young, what, are you about 13, 14 years old? Yeah, yeah. So, so he says to me, well, I want to be a rapper. Okay I'm getting I'm moving fast No 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 no. You're not moving that fast It's
2: okay where we're going Okay What was your Like when Mel comes up to you And says I want to be a rapper Mm? What was your thoughts What did I tell you Mel
0: what? Don't waste your time. No, you
2: know, I don't remember. <laughs> no. I told you. I said you got to, you got to
3: give me something. You can't just tell me you want to be a rapper. What is your project? Who you did he? him? He was like,
1: uh, let me see some work.
0: Yeah,
3: exactly. Son, <laughs> which y'all
1: could go back and reference our interview for
0: that. I think we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When, when I t- let him hear them playing it on the the um that show in Brooklyn.
3: You know when we was paying... No,
0: no. No, I wasn't them. <laughs> no. No, they was playing. You thought I was I wish I was paying them um I, can't I think remember. once he heard Daddy he kind of took me a little more seriously.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so so you tell him, "Listen, you want to rap, show me what show show me what you got." Right. And 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 I guess what you were looking for what? What were you looking for? Because
3: I wasn't looking for I was happy doing what I was doing at the moment. No, but there.
2: what were you looking for from from
3: Milk? From I I, what, I come from music. Even though I wasn't in hip-hop, I come for music, and mm-hmm. I can hear music, and I nu- usually know when, usually, when there's a hit. And I said, well, let me hear you, Milk. I know Milk was, he was in Brooklyn Tech, and everybody's telling me Milk is smoking everybody in the club, in the school at lunchtime, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, he's doing them, those little battles in school, but I
2: didn't hear the battles. Battling for murder burgers and suicide fries.
3: I don't know what he was battling for, but I know I was hearing the stuff coming up, you know, out to school from his boys. Mm-hmm.
0: Just to get a rap yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know classic so um, make a long story short Milk brought me his demos I said okay this is cool so I, I started pounding the um, pavement because I wasn't in the music business and I was pushing um, was I pushing both at the same time you and Light right the, uh, yeah yeah so I was going to you know Sylvia well I didn't go to Sylvia but I was going oh, to oh
0: no hold on you, you're already to the, to the third record you gotta go back to the Christmas record
2: oh man
3: yeah, we had we had a Christmas song. See, certain things are supposed to leave so out. So wait, so audio, so wait, audio
2: two. Mm-hmm. I had a Christmas song.
3: Yeah, it's about that time for Christmas rhyme. Uh-huh. Did, did, you, did, you, did, you, did you did
0: you did you like this song? It was cool. Um, okay, so boom. One of one of the the promoters that my father knew from um, yeah, from the club close. business, yeah. he started a label, mm-hmm. and when when he was shopping the stuff the cat said, oh, they could be on this Christmas record that I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's, which was the first, that's my first record.
3: All right.
2: I'm yeah. Sorry. No, no, before we even go in, in, into uh, your, your first record, first priority music, right? Because some people, sometimes when I talk about first priority, some people say priority? Mm-hmm. First priority music was created when? Do you know what year that was?
0: 1985. 1985, yeah.
2: Okay, 1985. Mm-hmm. And, for people who even know even more, FPM has the logo with the like the city skyline background. Right. Who made that?
3: Uh, Sam, Sam, who is on the FBI most wanted list right now, we can't find him. So, <laughs> <laughs> but in those There's days, an
0: artist named Sam Art. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's uh, on the FBI. He's on most wanted right now.
3: Yeah,
2: FBI's looking for him. <laughs> he's down <laughs> in Georgia. He's, he's those he's, residuals are cut. He's in my haze. So so, so so this was in '85. Right, so, so the reason where I'm going is this: so you, you go from IBM, mm-hmm. you start all these different clubs, right? Right. Milk comes to you says he wants a rap, right? Gives you some type of uh, uh, maybe Demo. a dat at that time or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> a dat, that yeah, was, yeah. yeah, yeah milk, milk, a dat, yeah, dat. He gave a dat. Yeah,
3: a dat. Yeah, okay, okay.
0: But the, the important thing about the Christmas record is, which is why I brought it up. <laughs> That was part of the whole inspiration and motivation right. mm-hmm. to start First Priority Music because uh, this guy, we released the record, but really my father was paying for it uh. and we was running around, paying off the DJs, J- uh, putting I, it in I, the record stores, yeah, doing the all DJ. the work basically. <laughs> yeah. And then we was like, well, we're doing all the
1: work anyway.
0: What
2: do well, we I need to him start for? our own label. <laughs> yeah. And so, so is that really what, what, what came to mind to think to start it? Because before you even go into that.
1: You trying to say Milk is a liar? No, no, no. Right, he's calling me a liar. <laughs> nigga right, trying to say it. Milk is
2: not chilling. <laughs> no, no, the reason why I say that for is this. Keep in uh, mind. And this mm-hmm. is something like when we, when we thought about doing this episode, I was saying to myself, it's so dope to give uh, p- parents this type of lessons. And mm-hmm. what I mean is your kid could be good at hockey. Mm-hmm. Or I could have a great arm. He's throwing like 80 miles per hour, 90 miles per hour. But if you don't put in as a parent, you don't realize how much they do or how many practices they bring you to or how many things they got you or how many, how they know. I like, even like just Blazer told tell me that his mother bought him a keyboard at four years old. Right? And I'm like, how the fuck did she know? What happens if she's like, ah, that boy, he, he just needs to sit and watch TV or who knows like as, as a parent, I look for that. You have, you have to. Watch your child.
3: See what your child likes to do. You have to listen to your child. Have communications and don't blow them off because they're so young. See milk, and I used to talk. Milk was the last one up from the table mm. because he was always talking at the table.
2: What he wanted to do, and, and you mean I, like dinner time? Dinner time. Which, which, which? Before you even say, is to me, if you get a chance to enjoy dinner with your family, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. There's so much that could be talked about. I I feel like sometimes life is so busy, a lot of people don't get a chance to eat dinner all the time like that. You're so
1: hungry. Let the man finish. Well, let me
3: finish. I'm going to take it back. (laughs) Just keep it in in order. Milk's grandfather was an entertainer. He was in Vaudeville. And, you know, he danced. He was at the Apollo. He played. He sang. He danced. He was a comedian. He played the piano the whole nine. He used to sit Milk down when he was young. I'm sure you remember. And he used to sit him down on the piano, and he would play the piano. Uh, what was that Pennies from Heaven or Pennies something Pennies from like? Heaven uh, <laughs> it's something everybody some, something about Pennies from Heaven and you know so he comes from music his grandfather constantly was there so as the uh, dance era was going out or the disco era was going out and the hip hop era was taking over Milk was right there because that was his music he grew up on that that's the music he knew so he's a hip hopper I'm not a hip hopper mm-hmm. But he converted me. And in converting me, it has to make sense. I'm the kind of person that deals with logic. And if it's not logic and it's not logically there, then I don't want to be involved. So Milk started to teach me. He started to tell me about who's who. And the next thing I knew, I'm cutting it short. We're up in the Bronx somewhere with this one and that one. We're down in Brooklyn somewhere, in Harlem somewhere. We're We're in every. Other place you could find, and we were there every night. You know, Matt and
0: quarters. Matt and quarters. Yeah, quarters. Well, you know, raising, 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 raising your kids, but also, Kid, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, no, no. I just want to add one thing to this about mm-hmm. my father. One of the things that he does is he's not going to take you serious unless you prove to him that you're serious. So, in other words, like you would say, "How do you know?" He knows because if you're really making an effort and you're really, really trying to do it. Then he'll support you. But if you're just talking, yeah. then he's ignoring you.
2: Yeah, and and, and, and you know, not to go, we're, we're going to bring it all around, but there's something else that was very inspiring to me. Is Melke told me that there's a book that you made him read when, how old were you, and what is that 14, book?
0: It's a, a cassette he gave me, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, and 14 years old. Why the, did you give him
2: that at 14 years old?
3: Because Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, is probably one of the most motivative things you could ever read. Because he's not talking about, you know, get
0: tight, rich quick. Yeah,
3: tighten your belt and write down your goals of the day. He's talking about life. And what he was done, uh, Carnegie, you know Carnegie, own mm-hmm. Carnegie Hall, mm-hmm. Carnegie Steelman, he, he hired him to write a book called Think and Grow Rich. And in that book, he said, I want you to go to the richest men in America, and find out what they have in common. And he says, I will introduce you to these people. So he went to, yeah, I'm not going to tell you the whole thing, but he went to people like Henry Ford, and he went to all the rich people, and he said, what do they have in common? And that's what you're going to have to listen to to find out. And see, anything has a common denominator. If you go into hip-hop, into a business of hip-hop, You look at the successful companies, there's going to be one thread that they all go through. There's a common denominator there. If you go into manufacturing baking bread, you look at the five successful bread companies, they
0: all have one thing in common. So it's not rocket science. Sure. And and Think and Grow, the the common thing was the state of mind. Mm -hmm. They all had a certain state of mind and looked at things a certain way Right. and were willing to go through certain exercises, mental exercises even though some of them seem silly to maintain that state of mind. Like he said, if a uh, if Edison wasn't if he said if he hadn't invented the light bulb, mm-hmm. that he wouldn't be talking to him, doing the interview with him, he would still be in there working on how to get it done. Mm-hmm. And Ford basically said the same thing.
1: So it's a mentality you Which, giving up all the thing that your father was trying to get the generation <laughs> to read. You done gave them clip notes. You know these kids don't read no, no they way. they So now they're not it's going to read it. It's on
3: Spotify. It's on audio now. He gave me now. the cassette.
0: I didn't read it. I listened. But they the <laughs> well, no, book, now
1: these kids I gonna have, have the, the books. books. You're going to have to text them.
2: <laughs> yeah. You to text yeah. It's
1: the them.
0: best thing in the world. Yeah, yeah,
2: but and I remember even talking with Milk and Milk telling me that it's a process where he put it down for a little bit, then he brought, picked it back up, and then he put it down, and then he picked it back up. You know, so uh, you Al know.
1: Milk, you playing it down? No, no, it's it, it, it,
2: it's 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 an <laughs> no, because
0: yeah. I OD. I used to listen to it in my sleep, like when I go to sleep. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been doing been that. Think and Grow Rich in the background. I mm-hmm. used to constantly listen to it, but like I told you, whenever I really got my study on, I was always able to achieve whatever goal.
1: That's true.
0: That that yeah. I was focused and, on at that
1: time. And I've th- been doing that too, Milk. I've been listening to positive affirmations. While I'm sleeping, yeah, yeah. Like, just to like feed that subconscious. My daughter was like, "Are we are we brainwashing ourselves?" I was like, "Kinda. That's We're like of setting it. our minds <laughs> yeah. up to, mm-hmm. to win." And that just that morning, she found a dollar, and I was like, "You see?
3: Well, i t- Put into I'll, the universe. I'll tell you something. Just segueing real quick back to IBM. When I was at IBM, I started at IBM when I was 17 years old, and IBM had this these philosophies. Mm-hmm. One was think. On your desk, your name was on this side. On the opposite, I mean, you know, on the opposite side was your name. On the side you're looking at was think. You go to the men's room in the tiles, that was over the urinal. It said think. So your whole life was about think in IBM. You got to think. And the second thing they taught us: if you don't plan, you plan to fail. Right. So that that was the philosophy of that. Now you got to remember, I'm a kid coming out of bed you know, I, I didn't experience any of this kind of stuff. And, you know, one day, I, you know, I've got a suit and tie on and, you know, I, I'm working with all these Caucasians and I'm like, okay, think. Uh, well, I think every day. But they're saying, they're not saying just think, think smart. Right. Use your logic, put things in place. And, I didn't understand that at that point. Hey, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you need to give me a raise. You know? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. you know, One of those kind of things. But that wasn't what it was about. And so that kind of carried me to a certain extent. And was, the, co- you know, was it the similarities between Think from IBM and Think and Grow Rich? I don't know. Right. But I picked it up and I read it and I said, wow, this makes sense. And I'll tell you something that happened in the last five or six years. I know two young guys. One was born here and was born in um, in Brooklyn. His father was a Black Panther in California, and he got asylum in Sweden. So I know him, and I know his boy. They come to New York. They, I know them for a long time. I hang out. I feed them, that kind of stuff. Those guys were broke. They were busting tables at Buda in, in Barcelona, busting tables.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I am not joking. They said, can you help me? I really need help. We got. I can't live like this anymore. I said, okay, i tell you what I'm going to do. So I MP, I sent him an MP3 of Think and Grow Rich. The next time I went to, to Barcelona, they picked me up in the airport. Big cars, money. <laughs> they rocked it. Really? They rocked so it. One was white and one was black. They rocked it. So I actually, you know, with G, I was in uh, Curacao. Mm-hmm. So one of them was in Curacao. is how I met G. And... So I'm, I'm over there, and my man got so much money, it's just unbelievable. They went into, they opened their own brokerage firm. That's
2: in, nice. In Barcelona. Hey, listen, Internet's uh, Think mm. and Grow Rich, man. If you never heard of it, mm. um, get the audio tape if you're not a book reader. If you're a book reader, grab the book, mm. hardcover, Napoleon pause. Hill. Yeah, mm. Napoleon Hill. Yeah, Napoleon Hill. And and listen, it seemed to... It's on
0: Spotify. It changed <laughs> Melk
2: D's life. It changed <laughs> a lot of people's and, lives. And, yeah. and, 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 no, it changed a lot of people, like you're mm. saying. You mm. know, uh... Let's go let's go back to um when did you hear Top Billing? Well, and what was your first thoughts? Well, the first time I heard Top Billing,
3: I'm I'm going to be I'm a very honest person to a fault sometime. I said, we were working on a song called Make It Funky, right? Mhm. Uh-huh. And I don't know which one came first, that or Top Billing. So I heard Top Billing and I had heard Make It Funky. I said, Make It Funky was a James Brown sample. This is the hit. Mm-hmm. Milk said, Milk said, well, Dad, I, I like this top villain. I said, yeah, but this is the hit. <laughs> you know, and um, Daddy-O was saying the same thing. Yeah, Daddy-O, yeah. It,
0: actually, they all actually beat me up. The, yeah. uh, Actually, you know, what were you going to say? I was going to say, da- it's really Daddy-O. Like, yo, this is it. This is the one right here. You mean <laughs> yeah. top villain. Yeah. yeah you no, know,
2: it's funny that you, I, I, I got to bring this up. I read mm-hmm. something that uh, Daddy-O came up to you guys in a club and you it's it's so funny to think that as a father you're running around with these uh, uh young kids who are your sons yeah. and daddy always like, yo, if you need me came up to you and said something like if you need me to produce anything, I got you and then you said, Yo dad, yo dad um daddy o wants to produce for us He's like oh we'll talk about it, son like uh, you were you were being like a, a manager and a and a father at the same time yeah. you know we'll get into that and, but, and security but <laughs> but it, but th- but that that that's how you that's how you met daddy o. was did he come up to you at a club or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. um
0: and the, the then uh Lumumba managed them so
3: we you know Lumumba like, from um what was the name of those guys? Uh um, I don't remember the song they were called. They used to they, Carson.
0: Anyway, he he managed them and we knew him, so we made we uh they're moving blackward. That's what they always used to say. We're moving backward.
2: Um So it, so that's that that, that was the well, first the, time. Well, then. Then. well
3: make a long story short, here's time to release the record. Now this is where logic comes in, and this is where you you put your safety net in and you go into safety mode okay, if we put out this, like, Make It Funky, which this is where I'm heading right now. Yeah.
2: And, well, it, and you're putting up the money, so you're thinking, like, you're going to make the executive decision.
3: Right. Well, what we did, we put out Make It Funky on the A side. And on the B side, we put Make It Funky, instrumental, a cappella in those days. And on the B side, we put a little three-minute thing called Top Billing. And we released it. And we put it out. We start hustling it. All of a sudden, you're walking down the street. You had a few jocks playing, make it funky, like Marley Mall and all them. And all of a sudden, you're walking down the street and you see the brothers in the car. You say, oh, they're playing Top Billin'. Oh, they're playing Top Billin' everywhere you go, Friday, Saturday night. Marley Mall picked up on it. It was really, it was starting to get played on radio. So we said, Okay, now it's time to switch up. We reissued the, the, uh, the, the record, Making Top Billin' the A side.
1: Right. Now well, hold on, D, you was
3: forgot something? What,
0: what's that? Before we released it, shopped it.
3: <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh, we shopped. <laughs> we shopped milk everywhere in the world. Oh, man, his voice is too high. And ah, they yeah. said, he, I remember him saying they even yeah. said that he sounded like a girl. And
1: they said yeah. light sounded like a boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: and you know that went on and on. Um, Fred Mineo, if you hear this out there, I took both of them to Fred, and uh, I took Fred out a couple of years ago. We went out to. Fred yeah, Asia the Q- cube. Select, Select records. records. Okay. And they he's had, my man, you know.
0: Um, UTFO, <laughs> Rox- okay. Uh. Rox-
3: everybody. Uh, so Fred told me, Yeah, this is never gonna work. And he let me hear some other stuff. This is what you gotta do. So I always go back to him every time I see him and say, Oh yeah, remember twenty years ago you told me this is never gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> he he said, wasn't the only one. Yeah, he wasn't the only one. He said, Enough is enough. Okay, okay. I don't wanna hear that no more. Don't tell nobody else that. Okay. <laughs> you know, anyway.
2: And what's his name again? From Fremineo Select Records. Right? Yeah. He's got a great ear. Yeah. He was great at the lesson. He, he does. He does. He has no, a great no, ear. I'm, I'm, yeah, some yeah, people missed this one. He just missed this one. Yeah. Missed this. Well, a great. lot of
3: people missed this one. Look, yeah, a lot wow. of people missed Because we went to Atlantic. We talked to Timmy e. Regerford over Atlantic in those days. I mean, we went
2: everywhere. We went to Profile, we went next to by plateau. plateau, Sleeping Bags. So so we went everywhere. So when you say just for the internets <laughs> listening, that may not know when you say we shopped it around at that time. I mean, what year is this? What year was that released? Eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. Eighty five. So that's nineteen eighty five. What What the fuck does shopping it around mean at in eighty five? You mean you take it to every label, every A and R person. Say what, like the vinyl?
3: Well, no, you take a the demo, cassette, okay. cassette demo, whatever, and you take it to them and you let them listen to it and they pop it out and say, "Nah, that's whack." <laughs> okay, yeah, that's whack. That's <laughs> whack. Yes, and you know, and after a while, you know what? You're whack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. and we'll show you. He, we'll show you. You know, and that's what we did. And, yeah. and, and,
2: and mm-hmm. this is so. This is when you have first priority music. No, that's when we really
3: started first priority Music. because of all that. that. We hadn't put the label together yet, had we? In
0: '85, that's when we. Started.
3: But I mean, when we were shopping, and we were, we wasn't no, shopping. Yeah, no,
0: we we put the label together because they wasn't biting.
3: And you, are you guys familiar with Priority Records out of California? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Turner. Yes. See, what happened was we started the label. It was called Priority Records. Okay. Um, and then Brian had Priority Records in California. We both had records out. So Brian calls me. Yeah, well, we're going back and forth. So I called my lawyer and said, we got to trademark that name. So Brian must have called his lawyer and said, we got to trademark that name. Yeah. So my lawyer calls me back and said, we missed the trademark by one or two days. Brian be the sister. So what
2: made you put first? Like, well, I had to do that.
3: Because I would I was infringing on his copyright at that okay. point. His his yeah. trademark. Yeah. So we t- we called it first priority music. Meaning we really was first, but because of this situation, right. yeah. you know <laughs> you know. And so, you know, in those days you were flying by the pants. You didn't you didn't trademark, you didn't do those things. You just did it. Right. Yeah. And then the business started to be forced into a legal thing because I'll tell you, some of the great Caucasians, they're gonna make sure it was right. Mm-hmm. It's going to force you to make, sure it's going to make sure you have your copyrights on your songs, your trademarks on your name of your company. Everything's going to be, every T's going to be sure, crossed and every I's, I's, gonna I's going to be
2: dotted. Now, do you think because of your experience within, you know, opening up all these different clubs helped you become a better businessman at opening up a record label, so to speak? Yes and no.
3: I'm going to say yes in the sense that you had a starting point. Mm-hmm. You, you You knew... You know about money. You know about investment. You know about marketing. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know about hustle. Mm-hmm. You know about hustle, and and I will say no because I knew nothing about the record business. I never worked in the record business. Everybody told, everybody told me I was crazy. I never did any. Well, I never did anything in the club business either. But that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um, they told me you never did this. You don't know about music. So I can't remember who told me, but somebody told me to buy this book uh, called This Business Music. Do you remember who told us to get that? I don't remember who told us to get it. It might have been Mm Kendall, And we bought that book um, by, what's his name? Kavaloski or whatever his name is. And uh, I read the book. The book goes into every aspect of the music business from royalties to mechanical royalties. Contracts. Contracts, uh, performance royalty, production royalties, everything. And I read it about, I never, I, I didn't understand the first five times I read it, and it wasn't on audio, so I just read it over and over again. And then, as each segment of the mis the music business presented itself, I would go back and use that
2: as a reference book. We nice. were like, "Oh, nice.
0: they want to pay us for so and so." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of like your Bible.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's funny because it's like you know, when you you know meeting you a couple well, like four years ago, or are uh, meeting a couple years ago. Uh, right away, you think like, "Oh, this guy, you know he." He, you know, he knows what he's doing in here. He done, and you did, but it, but you know, who knows that at one point in time, you didn't you didn't know a lot, and you had to figure it out yourself. But that's that's that's, that's
3: that's the golden part of of thinking. Go grow, grow rich. You Henry Ford was not a businessman. Mm. Henry Ford was a mechanic. And he was a, an uneducated, uneducated man. man, a mechanic. So what do you do when you're a mechanic and you're trying to market and sell the automobile? you surround yourself with great people somebody that's a great accountant somebody that's a great engineer i mean engineer and design true. engineer so he but he realized he was a mechanic and a great mechanic but he ha- he realized i have to surround myself with people to fill those voids in who yeah, i am
0: and they say a lot of times they say surround yourself with people that are smarter than you which is really Kind of hard to For most people most people to do right because most people they reject that if right. somebody's smarter than them then they don't want to be around them sure but sure. it's really benefiting them to have
1: people that are smarter than them
0: right.
1: around them right if you're around four smart people you're the fifth
0: yeah mm-hmm.
3: like
1: it will go to you yeah yeah and if Absolutely. you hang out
0: with four broke cats. You'd you the, the fifth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I like
0: that. Let me write
3: that. <laughs> Listen,
2: gems are being dropped. Nat, I do want to say this. Top billing mm-hmm. because of your experience with... Uh, first of all, one thing I do love is you open these clubs, he has connections. Mm-hmm. So now you're using... The music business that you're you're stepping into, with the people you know that come through, you're making connections. You you you're making your connects connect. You know that's the name of the game with everything. Exactly, and yep. and and I love that, and, mm-hmm. and that's how I've started to live my life over the years. Right. And 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 I love all that. But being that experience, when you get this song, and you just were you able to further them? Like for instance, did you perform at any of these clubs that he had? No, no, no. He was too young. He used to come. Actually,
3: we did things like raise. Okay. How you have to move in America is be some, we are political. So what I did at the club, we did International Year of the Child for the UN. Remember, Milky Way was down in your boy. Noel just took me to dinner in Atlanta. And yeah, remember when we went to the club, your club, you went to my yeah, that club. Was the, that was the first kids club. That was the first kids club. And I had all the kids down, all the news. We had all the major news people, networks down. And we did a thing for International Year of the Kids. Then we did a thing raising money because the police officers didn't have bulletproof vests to buy them bulletproof vests Mm. so you get that kind, now you got a mayor on your side, a mayor that you can call so things like that and then you know you get to you know I got a chance to hang out with David Dinkins when he was mayor, I got pictures of me and David hanging out together Um, uh, Andrew Young when he's the ambassador of the the United Nations because we did International Year of the Child, so you start getting into these people by what you do Mm-hmm. and people love a freebie. I'm going to raise money for you to put bulletproof vests on your police officer. That's dope. Okay. Here, you got the club. Now you sell these tickets to your people, and all your people come, and you keep all the money from that. Oh, that's great. Are you a Capricorn? No, Libra. Oh, and <laughs> and And, but we're going to keep all the money at the bar from the drinks they buy. So they go out and sell 2,000 tickets. They got all their people. And we say, wow. They said, wow, let's keep all the money from the tickets. Yeah, well, we made a nice little fortune at the bar. Right. <laughs> you know,
2: so. Yeah, you know. So, so. But yeah,
0: I was too young to perform at his clubs. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he was
3: too young to perform.
0: Oh, and hold on. Let me add something just to mm-hmm. go back for a second. We did get one deal offer. From entertainment, Oh, Vincent, Vincent Tame- Davis. Davis. Vincent
3: Davis, yeah. yeah. But, he offered
0: yeah. us $500. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he gave us five, offered us $500 for a deal. And we were like, $500? Where's that book yet? And this business music? <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, but see, understand I come from corporate America. Coming from corporate America and coming from IBM, that's all you did was read. Yeah. Here's a computer. It does this and that. Read this book. Here's another computer that we have to change some dynamics of it to make it do something else. Read this book. Right. So I was used to reading books, you know. So that was the thing that I got from IBM because I didn't really get that from school. Well, you school hard
2: knocks. Yeah. But and, it, and then you learned everything
3: on your own as you went. And you learn everything on your own. And but you. And, but at the end of the day, you have to have a product. Mm-hmm. You, you have to have a, a good product, one that you believe in. And if you don't have a good product, it's kind of hard. But I'll tell you what we did. And see, milk was really milk. I don't even know if you had a license. I used to have you delivering up records. You had a license in? No, I didn't. I gave him the car, was... and he was delivering records in the morning on his way to school. <laughs> you
0: know, so
3: right, you to know, different record labels.
0: I didn't have no
2: license. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> milk. I, I tell you, just just seeing. I mean, his rise. I mean, you really had a different childhood. You really think about it. You weren't your average fourteen-year-old, you know. Not at all. He had that hustling. I mean, fishing. you're trying. You traveling. I mean, when were you overseas? First time overseas? No. Um,
0: probably sixteen, maybe.
2: Maybe
3: sixteen. You remember we went over to London the first time with David Zedek um had started. David Zedek had just started booking European acts, and nobody would give him the business. And we were the first ones to say, "Okay, David, you can book us overseas."
0: Yeah, we went there and then.
3: Amsterdam, Amsterdam. we were, we went over maybe Europe '86 yeah, 86. yeah. That's fucking crazy yeah. but yeah. but
2: but so so Nat, so Nat, what you were doing is not only were you uh founded the uh, first part of the music, and then we'll go through the label. there's a lot of different people on there. Are you handling all sort of booking? Are you well, handling? we were
3: doing our own booking in the early days because nobody else would book us, uh, but you know our booking was like you know Latin quarters every other Friday every other weekend five five let me tell you what milk told me. We just had an artist a few years ago, quite a few years ago. He His first song what came was out. What his name? Eamon. Okay. You know, the song was called The Fuck It Song. Yes. And Eamon came out, and his first gig he got, mm. we got him, was 25000 That's what he got paid. Milk said, wait a minute. My first gig, I got $500. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: used tell you, though, we... We were doing like what three, sometimes four shows a night. Night, all of Connecticut,
3: I, Manhattan. I was going Jersey. home
0: and and not had to go to school. I was putting the money in the <laughs> dresser. I was going home, open our top drawer like woo! It's all filled with fives and tens and twenties, and I thought I was rich.
3: <laughs> and, and and we did Latin quarters. It seemed like it was every weekend. Was it? it was. It was you did Latin
0: quarters twenty times one one summer.
3: You you milk was there. Karis won you know boogie down Productions. Who was the uh, what was um, search
0: uh, first white search. Yeah, first white rapper and, and uh, uh, Super Lover C Casanova
3: every week and the thing is you know that was a real gangster
2: place I you mean used to go when they were booked
1: yeah we we'll go he was security well, yeah, he said well there was, was also there the was security.
2: strapping yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was the, he was
1: the one. <laughs> With the,
2: with the weapons. <laughs> anyway, anyway. We <Yeah.
1: laughs> hey, don't want to talk about hey, that.
2: So, it's so many years from now uh, re- removed. I mean, if you were in there with fucking two on the side, it's okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, so was hey, everybody else, don't worry. Hey, well, they got they had security at the door. They searched you before
3: you went in. Hey, wagon quarters would pop off. The, somebody hit you with they a didn't fucking pen. <laughs> they, did, they didn't search me because I walked through the door and I said, Big John, you search me, you're going to find what you're looking for. And I'm not going in here, and my act is not going on here unless you just let me go in. And then you tell me now, we just walk out. I'm not going in there with them crazy mothers. Let me ask you something.
2: Was it weird, milking this is for you, was it weird having your father as your manager or working for your father, working with your father, you know, however that feels? I think when I was a
0: teenager, sometimes it would feel weird, but... Uh, over the years, I've grown to appreciate it more and more. But the only time it feels weird is, you know, when people are around acting stupid and, you know, and girls and stuff are around. Uh-oh. And you're like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. You know,
3: yeah. Okay, like, no, come on back. We'll give you okay. a blowjob. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to drop a dime on milk. Okay. Can I drop a dime on your Drop you that one? dime. No, which dime. dime? It depends <laughs> no. well, on which dime. We can always uh, oh, edit it. One night, or w- one night we went to a club, to a strip club. And mm-hmm. you know which one, milk. You probably remember me, you, and Shaba. So we go to the club. It was a little topless place, that was still still um, the dolls. And we went there. And, in
1: California. No, no, not. Oh,
3: that's a different one. You, you you don't want me to talk about that one. You the to drop a quarter. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? We, we just. Yeah. Do, this was in New York. We went uh-huh. and sat down, and the girl was topless, and she came over. to milk
1: and I. Milk. The
3: milk is the only person I knew. The girls just would buy him drinks. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, she's sitting there. She stands up there, and she comes over with her little tray. What do you? What you guys? Oh, milk! What'd you like to have? Milk said, "Oh, this is my father." She said, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" oh. <laughs> oh she covered. She covered up. She her tried breast? to come and my man bar sat there and said, "Isn't it a little late for that?" Yeah. <laughs> he already seen them things. Yeah, but she came over. She was all you know. Then all of a sudden, she became, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mister Robinson hey, hey, girl, your job. to <laughs> <selling> this. <titties>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Now, 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 as we move forward, first priority, mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Who was? Uh, some of the acts that you had on there, besides having first of all, was Light's first album release, or, or was, no? What no? Ha- well, is is it true? Because it was one of the tracks you
3: did for you, for Light, and then you used it. Always vice versa. You for did top, it for, billing. For top yeah, billing. I
0: was. I was. We did. We did top billing and Light's first single. I cram to understand you at the same time. Yeah, the B side to um, I cram to understand. I uh, cram to understand you was. Uh, it was called Take It Light.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was working on a beat for that when I came up with the beat for Top Billing. Yeah. So that's... So Light,
2: Light could have actually... It could have actually... been Yeah, yeah been Top Billing. To that would have been crazy. Yeah, Did
1: Light have to also prove herself like Milk did? Or was it just Light? Well,
3: she proved herself live. She just... What happened with that, Milk was working on some stuff with Light, and I was in the house. I was going upstairs, and I heard something downstairs. He had a studio in the basement. Oh, your four track and your foot pedal sampler or whatever, you know. Milk <laughs> <laughs> no, said so I need a studio, and I still was at the point. Okay, you you show me this. Okay, cool. Well, we bought
0: about thousand dollars worth of equipment. Well, the the four track costs like seven to eight hundred, and we bought maybe twelve hundred. But that was, I think, the whole motivation. Or or part of the motivation was when they told you that. You know, you can't yeah. do a record on the four track. That's what they
3: told him. And recommend you're crazy. You can't do that. So, which,
0: I, which I, was
2: where Top <laughs> Ben was created created he, on four he's track. He's like,
0: what? Well, he's like, if supposed it's only four tracks, it's stuff <laughs> like, It's like, no, you got to go into a twenty-four track. <laughs> and he was like, nah, we could make a record on the four tracks. So yeah. let's buy one. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> so And I don't think we knew how to use it. Another at that time, we had all the equipment. Nobody. What was that guy's name? The um, he lived in Staten Island. Uh,
0: uh, Cutmaster D.C. Cutmaster D.C. Mm-hmm. You remember he made that song, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
3: you know, I, we got to get somebody that know about production. So I'm talking to my boy, I can't get him. You know, I'm talking, see, I wasn't, I'm talking more from a corporate position. My man wasn't feeling me. So he was on tour somewhere. He's coming in town. I can't get him. I said, you coming in? I said, yeah. Where you coming in? I'm coming in Newark. What time? What flight? I'm coming to Newark and pick you up at the airport. So I went to mm-hmm. the brought him to the house. I, was I like, the, Yo, how do I use this? <laughs> He's like, so, oh,
0: this is a four track. He just. Yeah. Explained
3: I brought him. It. I said, no. <laughs> go in there. <laughs> Get him in there. You know. So I, I stood right there. In those days, you could go to the gate. I stood right there to the gate. <laughs> he got on the plane. I said, okay, my car's downstairs. Let's go.
2: You know? <laughs> so so, hey. so you hear light, right? Mm-hmm. In the studio.
3: Yeah, I hear mm-hmm. light. And I said, whoa, that's really dope. And so. When we started pushing, we were getting, you know, we decided we were going to push both. And when we started doing that, you know, we were getting that negative back. You know, milk sounds, you know, too high like a girl. She sounds too low like a boy. All this BS. So we said, okay, um, that's when we started first priority. So milk blew up. Mm -hmm. And when milk started blowing up and we were shopping for a major distribution deal, I would go when they would make an offer. I'd say, well, if you want milk, you got to take light. That Ooh. simple. Some said no, and then we finally got. Sylvia said, "Okay." Yeah. Look, no, was both. there
1: ever like uh, sibling rivalry between you and Light, or was it always this, like love?
0: It was always love. I think that, like, it got oh, it got to a point where you know Light blew up more. We started off on top, and she ended up on top, but I never felt slighted. You know, I felt actually it always made me feel good to be honest. The uh it's like this is something you work on, you know, you work hard, sibling, you, you just wanna see everybody be successful and, and if they putting in the work, then they deserve everything that they get. So
2: all of a sudden you pushing light, you're pushing milk and giz, right? You mm-hmm. know? Positive K. Positive K. Oh, um, the king is king,
0: king, kings of swing. Kings of swing,
3: alliance, alliance. Uh, uh,
2: Michi, um, Michi, Michi me, Michi me. Um, I don't know. Well, Bashar, um, So I got innocent. A, I, I got a man uh, dropped on first priority music. No, I'm not having it. I mean, I'm I I'm having it? Okay, I'm not actually,
0: having. It. Actually, actually, I, I got a man. We have the original version. The original light and it is um, with positive and light. light. Why
2: they never dropped that?
0: Because that was during the transition. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. He left, he redid it, and yeah, and, you
1: know, y'all got to leak that beloved.
2: Nah, yeah. nah. I well, well, said, you, you still have a relationship with Positive K?
3: Was it oh, I talked to him. I haven't talked to him lately, but Milk talked to him, and Terry talks to him all the time. He says, "Hey, Nat, I want to take you to." He's in A. He's in. He's in. He's, an he's an a putting out music. I just seen that he had a new yeah, track out. Yeah, he's uh, he's in the A now. You know, he's in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta now. Yeah, yeah. so I live in Atlanta. So he's going well, of course you know I live in Atlanta. Yeah. You come to my
1: house.
2: <laughs> no, okay. people, people don't know. No, no people don't Atlanta, listen, a lot of talent lives in Atlanta. But yeah. But more so even w- with light, you know, what about even like uh, with, um? I remember like self-destruction when D-Nice D- made uh, uh, self-destruction, right? Um, um, that was Chaos 1. Chaos was, 1. Didn't D- now N- N- that
0: was one I was mad about. Yeah. But it wasn't because light was on it. It's because, you know, I wanted to be on it, and it's like, okay, y'all got Miss Melody on there, but yeah. y'all can't put me on. And yeah, I was yeah. I was working
3: with Barry Weiss on it at that time because it was on Jive. And you know, we used to go up to Jive on Lexington Avenue and just talk to him. But they gave Milk apart. Didn't he put you in a cell or something?
0: No, I didn't go. You were in the cell in the video? No, you said, you said I, I'm not that. in that video. I didn't go. Giz went. Oh, Giz is uh, in the cell. Okay. Uh, uh, no, yeah, Giz was in the. Um, no, Giz was standing in front of the lat Quarters. Giz, like K Rock. Oh. The, the one in the cell, that's Public Enemies video that we did. Oh, it was in the okay. Cell. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what is it? 90 of the
3: bass heads or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what happened. And, you know, to get into the transition, it was a hard, you know, things were hard in those days because hip hop was just, you know, the, the original guys had introduced it you know like um jay-z said you know you know you go pay us like you owe us for all the years mm-hmm. that you hold us mm-hmm. you know and that was true in those days hip-hoppers were being really hold and we uh, we i'm gonna just tell you things we used to do we there was nothing we wouldn't do you remember when we went to rick rubin's uh uh dorm Mm-hmm. And we we banging
2: on the door <laughs> trying to get it. Yeah. Why, why, why were you banging on the Rick Rubin's door? Well, they, we, we, they wanted, want we wanted to produce, We wanted him to produce some stuff. You know? <laughs> you now know. this was after Top Billing.
3: I think it was before, wasn't oh, yeah.
0: it? No, I think that's when we were still shopping. But you just did... did P-Fine put us on to Rick, right? At uh, P fine NYU.
3: Yeah, he put us on to Rick. Yeah. Gave us his
2: dorm number and stuff. So. with, with <laughs> <laughs> We yeah, yeah. showed up. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, after Atlantic, we connected with Rick and...
2: How, <laughs> how was that? How
0: was that? It was, was Rick? good. And it was good. I
3: found out that he was a big fan. No, no. He wasn't a big fan. You know what he said to you? He met you in L.A. with Guy... And you walked up. You didn't know who he was, guys, you said. And he said, that's Rick Rubin. And you said something to him. He said, Milk, I'm your number one fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, Dan. Dan Charnes. told me a Dan story. Dan yeah. He said that it was funny because we called him. Right. And he And basically, he, I guess he was giving us the word that we could get more money. Cause no, that was later. I called Rick directly. And Rick said to me,
3: I'll give you a deal no music for Milk or nothing. Here's my lawyer's number. This is when we was leaving Atlantic. And I said, no problem. No, Milk didn't have to give him no music, nothing. He didn't need to listen to nothing. But Dan told us the, the inside deal later. Yeah, he
0: said <laughs> that when he hired him, that he took him to um, Tower, Tower Records over here yes. on Broadway. And he said, I want you to go in and buy two albums, and I'm going to buy two albums. And then we're going to come back in the car and talk about it. And he said, Rick, uh, the two albums that he bought was uh, Audio 2, What More Can I Say, Uh and Sir Mix-A-Lot, My Uh Posse's on Broadway. And he told Dan, I want both of these Artists on my label.
2: This is what you have to do. So
0: he had already put the word out. <laughs> so you had an inside <laughs> school. But we didn't know.
2: We didn't know. <laughs> you now speaking to Dan Charles, one thing I love is, I, you know, when I spoke to Dan, um, who's now at NYU and he's doing the breaks uh, that was on VH1. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like about him is when he's when I when whenever I mentioned you, he considered you like his. Um, yeah, you know, like he said, like you, you, you're your father in hip hop. Well, he like, told he, you know he always calls
3: he, me. He says if anything happened to my father, you're gonna be my father. Yeah, you know. So, but you don't know me and Dan and Milk. We went through some stuff back in the days at American Records. Nothing bad, but just difficult. How to get things really done stuff. was very hard. Like we sit on Rick's. We had a video they, the next day. He would disappear. <laughs> yeah, and we sitting on his steps, in his house. Me and Dan, we waited. We ordered some stuff from Pink Dot in L.A. We yeah, eat, we we, yeah. Before, yeah, we needed the budget. We needed him to sign off on the budget. The video was the next day. we sitting, we sitting down. What video did? was this? Um, like, get off my log. log. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're waiting. So about two hours, three hours later or something, the door opens up and it's Rick. What you guys doing
0: out here? He's been in there all the time. We waiting for him. He to opens in. the door and he got a nine see, foot. I, yeah, I level all that out. Polar bear standing behind him. That, that's what he had at the door. Really? That yeah. polar bear?
3: Yeah. Like he, when he opened the
2: door, you just see this big bear. Is
3: this
2: <laughs> no, real one that was stuffed. That's <laughs> crazy. Look, let me ask you. Uh, even even going back a little, um, mm. when Mel came to you and you know explained that you know. He wants to rap, and he right. wants to do this, and he wants to do that. Where did uh, Giz fall into this? Did he always want to be a DJ? That, that's Milk's thing. Here. Well, we
0: yeah. we were already DJing.
2: They, yeah. We used to do parties and stuff.
0: So he, Giz was down, but I think it was more, like Giz is, I, I used to want to be an actor. So I was always the stage guy. I always wanted to be on stage. He was he just was good playing the music. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
3: sure, And very technical. He, he could fix he, anything. He could write code back in the day when nobody didn't even know what code was for computers. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. <Dumb. laughs> yeah. Giz was,
2: you mean for, for building, building websites and
3: stuff? No, yeah. no. Code that you actually oper- make computers operate
2: yeah, yeah, sure. Like, like building any type of code. Or code. Yeah. We, yeah. We, may, we may
3: call them apps now, but in days it was just it's still code. But why did you call him Giz? Cause Gizmo
0: Gizmo cause he, could he could do all the stuff He could fix any gadget Anything He's like a MacGyver Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah And you know We had The equipment that we had You know A lot of it was old And when, This is even before The four track You know Turntables oh. And speakers He could fix anything So Yeah And we did, Yeah
2: and, and I don't know If I asked you last time But what, why did you name yourself Milk Or D Milk D
0: I was It's a long story But I was Give us a show I was trying to find something that no one else had. That's the beginning of it. That was my concept from the beginning. I was always trying to do something. Now, what milk was it? Was
2: do. it uh, 2% homogenized skim milk? All uh, fat,
0: never dated. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yo, actually, you know what? Let's go to a quick break, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back, finish up with okay, Mr. Nat Robinson. Milk D is in the building. Miss Lissa.
1: A.K.A. Yonsei.
2: Internet, you're getting some golden <laughs> hip hop stories. I love the father and son type mm-hmm. um, thing and we got Pete going on. And Pete is getting here.
1: some more, you know, pointers from his soon to be father in law. And I'm going to get into that when we come in, come back from the break. Oh, okay. I want to know about that. You all in their business. Mm-hmm. We got to get in your business. Intonis, Absolutely.
2: Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Okay. Chichia. Al. Yo, this is Andrew Schultz, a.k.a. Young Hezzy. And you're listening to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Lissa. Premium Pete's Aunt Barbara got some big-ass tits. Internets, and we're back. Uh, Sitting with Mr. Nat Robinson, Milk D. Nat Robinson, the triple OG, I said, my Uh, father-in-law-to-be. If I find that third verse, I may come up with something and try to get it. Sitting
1: here with Miss Lissa and Premium Pete. Come on. Okay, there we go. There
2: we go. (laughs) Done. Uh, Nat, um, what was some of your best... Accomplishments throughout the years if you say I mean you've been in the game for so fucking long I mean how many years is it in the fucking game 30 plus 30, years 30 yeah 30 plus years in the music industry um just really just moving you m- moving just moving the needle as I would say What, what's some of your best accomplishments I well, mean to well, no, what even people you worked with something things that you're proud of what is that well I'll put it this way you know
3: you measure the you measure things by, it, you know, the success of it, and it's not always money, but it's always money. But anyway, we'll get, you know, <laughs> get down to the thing. Well, one of the biggest things I enjoyed the aiming project. Okay, that was huge. It was, that was way to run. Yeah, but still yeah. first priority. Twenty no, number one in twenty six countries around the world. You know, Milk and um and Mark Passy. Worked on that project. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, you, you co-produced uh, yeah. that, that, that hit. And it,
3: it was just, you know, that was just, that was over. Was, I, I've never seen anything that insane in my entire life. In what sense? I mean, we walk into a place and the, the girls would just take their tops off and come up to them. <laughs> I walk out my room and there's a line going down the hallway past my door and I'm talking to the screen. What the hell is going on? Oh, they waiting to go into Amy's room. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what is going on? You know? It was just at another level.
2: It's got to be amazing, too, because it's like you think about it. You, you dropped music in '85. Mm-hmm. Eamon dropped, that. when did Eamon come out? 2004. 2004. So you're mm-hmm. thinking, uh, God, you know, uh, 20 years later. So it's like you've seen the best of both worlds, like the best beginning of, of stuff mm-hmm. where, you know, it's almost like you think about baseball players when you say, How much did uh, Babe Ruth get? Maybe he got a million a year. You look around, 20 years later somebody's getting 20 million a year absolutely I mean? like and 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 so so you've seen both sides of it so
0: I, wait hold on can i say one more yeah Throw sure. one thing in here i think that Amon's song is another example of uh the think and grow rich, rich philosophy absolutely because everybody told us that that song would never get played on the radio right mm-hmm. because it had all the cursing but at the end of the year it was the most played song in the world. Another wow. person
2: another person from the Star family, I mean, not the Star, the first priority family, Star. Right. Who is the one who broke that record. Right. We spoke about it on the, the episode, mm. uh, and go go all the way back into the archives. Mm. But Star, you know, where did you meet Star? Well, oh, that goes way back to in the, in the early days, the
3: infant days of, um, of first priority. Well, I call him Troy. But Troy worked for Warner and the Mm -hmm. distribution side, Mm -hmm. and it was very hard to get product out of the record companies. They would only give you so much free goods to market, and you need product to market yourself. So um, we were used to having product because we were independent in the beginning.
0: Once we went into the Warner machine, we couldn't get product. Yeah, we're, we're sending out 50,000 records.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then we get with them, and they want to give us a box of 100 records. Yeah,
3: we're like, what, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> you know? So we got to know Troy, and he helped us out. And well, well, well a product.
2: And- yeah, I mean, especially with Eamon. I mean, he was on Hot 97 at the time, Troy. Right. And he didn't even, he said, listen, if you guys send it over, I, I, I know it's official. And he played it, broke the record, right? Broke the record. Well, what happened was Barry told us, he
3: said, look, I'll sign it, but I don't think you can get radio. I said, well, I'll make a deal with you. If I get radio, will you sign the artist? He said, deal. I said, okay, I'll get the radio. I called Troy and said, Troy, I got this song. I want you to play for me, but I'll bring it over. You listen to it. If you don't like to play, if you don't want to play it, you don't have to do it.
1: That was nice. Yeah.
3: He said, Nat, just bring me. I don't care what it is. It's yours. It's going on the air. Oh, maybe. Am I supposed to say that? I don't know. Is that payola? You do what you no, want. No, I'm not kidding. Anyway, <laughs> didn't I didn't pay him. It's a favor. <laughs> Same difference. It's a favor, hey, Paola. Pay to play. It's a favor,
2: but but you know what? Even more so. Even more so. Besides Star, and Star was somebody that you became real close with. Mm. But even Mackay Pfeiffer, right? Right. Before Harlem, before he even went into acting, mm. didn't he rap? He rapped. Milk found
3: him
0: at a um a, a talent show yeah in Brooklyn we were doing a whole circuit of talent show all star talent network right which was a a big talent show thing and we were all judging and Mm. I went to this uh talent I was judging a talent show in Brooklyn and I saw him I told my father, I was like, "Yo, you gotta see this kid. Unbelievable. <laughs> He's something. So, he got it." So you, so you brought him back home. To, to,
3: what do you do? He spit for you? Yeah. Oh my God. This boy. I seen this boy make. I am not joking. I was at Milk's house once. I don't know if you remember this Milk. He made that homeboy cry. Who? He Mackay. was battling? They was battling, Makai, and that boy, Tears came in, his he,
0: he's he's he got something special. Oh, special.
3: Damn, why like,
1: he didn't tap into that little more? I he knew got, he had it. He in that got hip that opera? lead
0: role. He got that lead Damn, role he did so in good in And they, um, what was it, uh, was it Robbie? Robbie Reed. They basically said, we we have an album, uh. but they basically said
3: not to do both. It would, Well, they wouldn't do both, plus you don't, once you're an actor and you're a successful actor back in the days, you were, you couldn't rap. Right. You know, the only person who really got away with that was who, Tupac? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: he, and he was a rapper yeah, turned actor. Turn actor. But, like, it doesn't happen in reverse. It still doesn't happen in reverse. An re, actor
3: turning hip-hop right. authentic. So, But I tell you, one, one line Makai had blew my mind. He used to say, I'm worse than two Tupacs with two hot Glocks. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. You know? And I saw him at Milk's house, and this little boy had tears in his eyes. I was like,
0: oh, my God. God, this boy is bad. He had the little girls going crazy at the talent show. I was like, "Yeah, man." Was... <laughs> and and and
2: so obviously he couldn't do both.
0: And, well, and and
2: you had to just I mean, did you ever get a chance to tell him like, "Yo, you're nice. I could do some oh, yeah. well, I no, could we, do just work we, with you. We got a record deal for him. He was yeah. somebody, Benny Medina signed really? him at Warner. Yeah. We put him into a um
3: we put him into a situation. Actually, when we went to LA cuz we had connections at um Warner. What did you take? Just instrumental track? We oh, did we rapped. Yeah. yeah, and he, we took him yeah, to yeah. office. He put the instrumental track on and let him kick it. That was the end of it. And he signed him, yeah. Yeah, signed him on the spot. We didn't bring no demo tapes, none of that. Just some beats. That's dope. Yeah. Nope. We jumped, the three of us jumped on the plane, went out to L.A. We went down to... Um, you know, Got we a had a strip
0: on Sunset Boulevard. No. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. No. That's, that's, a, pro- that's okay. the first oh, time Makai ever been to a, a strip, strip club. club. <laughs>
3: really? <laughs> well, well, I'll put this on. It was Milk's birthday. We were hanging out with the people from Priority Records.
0: And oh, we, um, it, yeah. it, it was
3: your birthday. And me and Guy went over to the bar and we put this strip on Milk. And she was like, spider-legged. So Milk was sitting like here in a corner like this. And the girl actually put one foot here, one foot there, and she could walk up the walls. Oh <laughs> man! You said, no, we talking about strip clubs. Let's get back to business. <laughs> That's <a> beautiful. <laughs> well, That's the first
1: time we've been to L.A. For, when I you go back, we gotta go to a strip club before you go back you know. to Atlanta. Hmm. We got to all hit a strip club oh, before yeah. you go back to the end. I'm, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I don't, good. I don't, I
2: don't, I don't like... Uh, I don't, I'm not a fan you're of
1: You're not invited. Club. Nobody invited Didn't nobody invite well, you. you know,
3: well, honestly, when I go in the strip when club, I'm, I'm, uh, Milk is really mild-mannered. He's scared
1: because he knows that you have family, so he can't get too wild. They that's not that, that that, true. I want to be like, honest. So. No, no, I want to be honest. was being too extra. No, I don't like... <laughs> I don't
2: like... I'm going to tell you why I don't like strip clubs. I don't like... Waking my thing up for no
1: reason, but no, for see, no reason, but see, no. And honestly, because you're thinking too hard. No, no, but hold on, he was in jail. Your shit got you woke up a couple times,
3: no reason. <laughs> 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 that spider went
2: across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but anyway, anyway, I, I, I do, I do <laughs> want to uh, listen. Is, is it true? Is it true that you dabbled in writing? Did you? Do you ever write any songs, Mister Nat Robinson? No, never, never. No. See, here's what so I did. Where'd I do. you
0: get that from? Hey, you making I, up shit. Hey, listen, yeah, listen. I no. got the
2: archives. Are you sure you
3: never wrote any? You any got songs? You, in business. You have to stay in your lane. Oh, say that mm. again. Mm. You have who to. Who told you that
0: he wrote songs? No, this is
2: just a rumor. Who no, said that?
0: This is Natalie. Oh,
2: no! Who told you? that? No, no, no. There's no. There's no uh, dry scared. snitching. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> it oh, was Natalie.
3: Oh, it was Warren. Oh, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I did write songs. Um, but I thought you were is- talking about in the hip hop days. Yeah, when I was a young kid, like 14 years old. Yeah, I, you dabbled I, in writing. I did number writing, so I want to be a songwriter. I thought you were talking about as a as a you know. I was sending my little ten dollars into some little con company, sending my little. Technology. song in and they, they send me back yeah you know you, you're this great songwriter and we, we're gonna do something when well, you send us 10 more dollars <laughs> you know like <laughs> mom please can I get 10 more dollars I need 10 more
1: dollars <laughs> I'm about to break with this jingle yeah exactly yeah. let yeah, me, ask them, you just for- yeah, <laughs> me ask 10 dollars let me
2: ask for the people that are you know listening to this that are entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and have families what, what advice would you give to somebody for balancing well, an it- entrepreneurial life And a family.
3: What you have to do is you have to make the family part of what you're doing. So this is what we used to do. Nat, Natalie. Natalie, we used to run track. And when she ran track, me and Milk would go, we'd all go and then when she had a break we, where were we one time down in Virginia Philadelphia. somewhere Philadelphia we left we left them at the thing we drove up to the place picked up the records put all the records in the trunk of the car went back to her track we put them in the car went back to New York the car was like this because it's loaded down with records <laughs> you know? so you know you just built everything in together we would have so many records in our house that the boxes would be piled up you could use it as a table to eat so you it was so much on the table. You just put your plate on top of a box of records, you know, three or four of <laughs> you have dinner. That's how some of y'all. It really was back eating the off day, the right? music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Don't yeah. try to deviate. Speaking of low-key Nat, how did you feel when she walked in with this Premium th- P? Was this her first white boy? With this guy?
3: Well, no, no, I'm not getting into that. You ain't gonna, <laughs> gonna get me killed. <laughs> so I'm a titan. I'm a titan. Uh-uh. But here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. And you'll understand how I felt. When she was going to one of her proms or something in high school, she brought a little boy home that she was going to take her to the prom. Just happened. That she she didn't tell me she was bringing him home. And I just happened to be cleaning my guns when he came in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, that, and I didn't know what to say. I'm like, uh, uh, sh- uh sh- no. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. And I don't know if that ever worked out after that. But I wasn't trying to... Scared a little boy. It was just bad timing, right? You know, I would never do anything you you like did, that.
0: You didn't have a chance to do that with Pete. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you said you got something to call for no, him. No,
3: <laughs> let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay, can I be honest, Pete? Sure. course, no okay. Pete came to Atlanta. and He called me. And he said, uh, 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 uh
1: yeah, just like him." Uh,
3: he stuttered so bad on the phone. I don't know. I never told you this. I'm like, "What's up?" You know. You um, just kept, you know. But, honestly, I'll tell you what I like about Pete. He was being honest, but he was nervous. And guy told me, you, you thought I was some crazy... Thought you was Suge Knight. Yeah, something like that, you know. And, and you know, he studied and he went through his thing. But then, when he got his act together, next time he came back to land, he got him a bottle of wine.
1: He came over to the
2: house, broke open the wine, you know. <laughs> and we got a chance to bill.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. i seen
2: uh, all yeah. the... Um... All the plaques. Yeah. He brought out all the plaques with uh, Sennett O'Connor, right? Yeah, Uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, um, uh, MC Light. MC Light, uh, Eamon. Eamon, Melk D. Oh, God. uh,
3: Well, we have Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Oh, I I don't want to get into that whole thing, but to get back into the thing, top billing, if you go to wesample.com, what's top billing have,
0: 220? Uh, uh, 150, 220. The rest are uncleared. We got about 75 uncleared records. Yeah.
3: Reuses and samples of Top Billion. It's the most sampled record. James Brown was the most sampled musical catalog. Top Billion is the most sampled song of every, ever. That's crazy. Yeah. That's dope.
2: Actually, you know what? That You brought up Suge, uh, and, and you got to tell the story. I remember you telling me a story. If you When over- I met Suge? Tell- no, well, when you met Suge, but also I remember you saying that he had sent like a book. To the house. Well, oh, that wasn't sure. That was Gene Griffin.
3: Gene. Okay. Gene was Teddy Riley's manager. Okay. And I went to um, meet him. We were talking about doing movies. I don't know if you guys don't know his history. I won't, I'm not going to deal with it. I don't know over the air. But he went, I went and met him once. He wanted to make movies with me. He said, Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I want to make these movies, which I said, Okay. Somebody told me, You got to be a little careful. So I went back to my office. He gave me a book about the film business. So I said, Okay. I gave it to my assistant. I said, Look, find out how much that book cost." She says, It costs $28. I said, Get a check, get a check written, send him a check for
1: $28.
3: <laughs> what, what, you mean you're talking about Suge? No, I'm talking about Gene. No, he's talking okay, about Gene. And well, well, why is, is that? Gene
0: was the original Suge.
3: <laughs> Just so y'all know, he's original number no, Suge Knight. But why,
2: why did you make sure they sent that $28? Because break?
3: I come from the street. Okay. And I know how the guys work in the street. If they, if, if I take that book and I go make movies, he's going to say, I got you started. Mm-hmm. You owe me. You owe me. Mm. I saw him the next time I saw him. He he walked over to me, hugged me. He said, "You are such a street in." You sent me twenty eight dollars. I said, "And you cashed the check."
1: <laughs> 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 he just hugged me. I said, oh, what okay. about
3: what about Shug? Did did you ever meet Shug? Yeah, I met Shug. Um, you know, a lot of people was trying to put me together with him. We was at a Grammy par- party. And uh, we, you know, it was after the grand party. The artists had gone. It was me, Big V, and and Reggie. And so we we, we had the limo. We hanging out. And somebody come up and say, "Hey, Shook wants to meet you, Nat. And I said, "Oh, well, okay." I so I went over to meet him. And you know, I had Big Reg with me, 400 pounds. And I, but I wasn't I wasn't rolling with no security. I'm just hanging out uh-huh. with my boys, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, so he talked. You know, we say, Nat, I got this project you want, I want to do called." Um, what. The, uh, Somebody need love, Fuji's too. you need, need love, love too. too. He wants light to be on it. Oh, I light to be on it. He said, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, so he said, oh, yeah, here's my hotel. Can you give me a call tomorrow? I said, OK. Then Snoop said, oh, somebody, somebody ran in. Somebody's coming down the street. Everybody here, don't talk to you. everybody jumps out and run. I said, OK, cool. So we walk outside and we look down the street. I'm not saying these people were doing, but it was somebody stomping somebody down the street. And we got in our limo and left. So I called the next day. And my name wasn't on the list to put the calls through. So I didn't put a call to him, so I left a message. And then Light saw him somewhere. He said, yeah, I, I was talking to now. I want you to do this thing. You know, um... Would
1: you, would you need, need love, to? too? Light said,
3: song called... I'm not going to do no song. I don't even know what the no F of F- U- is. <laughs> Doing no effing song. I said, wow. He, he, he,
0: okay, okay, Light, okay. Everybody's scared of
1: shit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> <that> light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: really? I said, I would have said that, you know, well... We, we, you know, my brother be trying to stop me now, you know, but... You know you know, women have that thing, you know. Sure,
2: sure. She stuck she, what, she, she, she said how she felt.
3: Yeah, I'm not I don't even know what
2: that is. I'm not doing
3: no song. But anyway, that was um you know, I met him that time and you know, we really never crossed paths ever again. Yeah. But it was very respectful from both sides and uh that was it. I mean, yeah. I, mean I met Gene, I met Jean, I met Jug. I met you know Perry out of Detroit, you know, all the guys, you know,
2: and 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 milked, uh, you know, you think about it, you, you, you traveled the uh, the world, traveled the world, and uh, also you. I remember Nat telling me uh, like uh, that, you know, she um, she shows me pictures of like being in London at like nine years old or eight years and old. Less than
3: that, I took her to Paris when she was about, I don't know, maybe six seven years of Her and Ward, I took them to Paris for the um, for a and some music oh, festival
2: really? in um, in Cannes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we used to, you know... We, yeah, you, you you turned her bougie. She turned around and told me her, she got mad uh, stamps on her passport. When I met her, she was like, I got mad stamps on my passport. You know, where's yours? What and, you got, what you Yeah, you know. Now I'm already playing. But you know, <laughs> no. you, you, you know what, uh, even... I remember her telling me uh, that... I think, like, somebody, like, at a party one time was like, yo, she could be, like, a, a, a model or a star. Man. And you told her, no. Or something like that. Like, is... is, is and. Just from having a daughter myself, is that because you didn't want her in that business? No, or no, what, no. What that's,
3: ex- that's, yeah, I think that's a little mixed up because I had a friend that was doing a show at the, um, she's the uh, curator uh, for the uh, African Museum. Okay. And uh, Paul Marshall, I don't know if you know Paul Marshall, who no. passed a couple of years ago. He was one of the most powerful lawyers in the music business. Mm-hmm. And his daughter was the curator and she did this fashion show. He had all the top models there. And I, I brought, you know, they said, look, we want everybody, people in the music business to put their daughters in this fashion show, all the top models. And what happened, it was so funny, they put a dress on her, and then they did her hair in this big thing. And I don't know, pieces and all that, a lot of work. So it was supposed to be for the opening model, who was a professional, I can't remember her name, whoever was at that time. And they couldn't take the dress off now because they couldn't get it past the hair, and they couldn't take the hair back now. So she had to be the first one to walk out now she's never modeled before mm-hmm. so they're back there trying to show her how to model real quick oh my god when, when baby came out there she was like some shoes like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so no I didn't have a problem with that what Natalie has she has this thing she's not gonna let you disrespect her Leo and um she did the Essence model uh, thing in Chicago she went up she was picked to do it she went to do it she called me and said uh you know I'm coming back can you pick me up from the airport I said okay what happened she said, "I'm back in the back room doing the changes, and you know the girls are naked. Usually, they they just put a. If you ever Wait been a back there, D.
0: Donald Trump didn't walk in there, did he? Uh, no. I don't think so.
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't think we, he'd be running for office, I think Natalie would have ripped his eyes out. Anyway, but that's beside the point. The dress, you know, they they pile one dress on the floor, and then they just are very thin. You, they drop it, they just drop hits the floor. They step out and they step in the next dress and they go up. So they don't have anything underneath." And she said, these guys are back there. She said, I'm not changing my clothes in front of these guys. So they said, okay. Here's your airline ticket. Um... <laughs> go back to New York. <laughs> <talk. laughs> <laughs> so, you know, every time she wanted to do something,
2: I supported her on yeah. it. No, I'm talking about industry-wise. You know, well, I, sometimes... don't like, I don't
3: like the industry in yeah. that sense because I know the industry can be over the top. Sure. A lot of drugs. Sure. I, I tell you, I've been, I've been in club business even probably more so than the regular entertainment business. And I go into a club. And go see my boys in the back. Oh, Nat. And they put lines of coke on the table. Yeah, man, yeah. come on. I don't do coke. Sure. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Next week, I go in the thing. Hey, Nat. They couldn't even remember that I, I didn't do coke. I said, I don't do coke. That's because they did coke. So yeah. Their memory <laughs> is shot. And, oh, yeah, yeah, man, that's just that's right, you know. So I guess I gotta do the ones I, lines I put down for myself and the lines I put down for you. Okay, it's your coke. Do what you want to do with it. So you're in that drug world. Drugs, entertainment, go together no matter what you say
2: mm-hmm.
3: indeed that's yeah, a no, that's a lifestyle no, yeah. it goes and, ahead and, and you know
2: what you, and 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 being that not only that uh, being an entrepreneur being mm-hmm. a hustler but right. you also were running around with your kids yeah you know that's not something that somebody doesn't always do you know what well, i mean you represented you represented mm-hmm. your kids Right. Yeah. Like, you know what you think about that right you know you, you and, created and, a platform and we wasn't doing drugs? No, no, no. no you well, if
3: they were doing drugs I didn't know about. it. Yeah. Put it that way. Well, I we mean... We weren't. Listen, <laughs> you know, uh, I'll
2: tell you one thing. It, 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 there's too much to even get into one episode. Yeah. And uh, Oh, I could
3: tell you stories. You, you, you can't even imagine. I'm talking about life and death situations and all oh, the things that we went through. You can't even imagine what the hip-hop game put... You had to endure to be in the hip-hop game. Yeah. You had, If you didn't have... Who? And, and hoodlums <laughs> <laughs> down listen, with you, they, 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 <laughs>
2: you know. the, or a great big bodyguard. But yeah. you know, you know. Uh, as, as we wrap up, you know, I do mm-hmm. want to say that um, one thing I really like about uh, uh, um, just your career mm-hmm. and just just you as a person is that just your relationship. Like you know, I look at somebody like you and Melk, and I say, man, I even though I may not have say musician experience with them, I would love to have that relationship years to come. Yeah. Think about that. You were able from the moves that you've made from a long time ago were able to further your relationship not only as business partners but also as father and son. And that's special.
3: Well, we, you know you're going to always have your ups and downs with human beings, but if you truly in your heart love someone, we none of us we're not perfect. Yeah. And we all make mistakes. Sure. And if I make a mistake and I insult you, you're the kind of guy to come back and say, okay, let's fix it. Sure. And that's what we got to do. If you really care about somebody and you want them in your life, you don't let those little things.
2: You got to pick and choose your battles, I feel like. Exactly. And and, and I feel like you got to find a balance that works for yourself, you know. And, 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 you know, I mean, that's what's
0: important. Yeah. I think that that's something that you have to consider. Like, what's really important? Is my ego the most important thing or is this relationship you know. Sure. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something, Pete,
3: and don't think I'm being conceited here. This show you just did just now is gonna go down in history. Do you know why? Mhm. Why? There was only four curse words doing the whole thing. You think so? <laughs> yeah. they, they, oh, what's happened to Pete? <laughs> you know, Y'all don't not, think that's funny? You know,
1: okay, guys. <laughs> not, they're going
0: to be like, yo, it wasn't no... no well, well, vanity.
1: motherfucker, <laughs> Fuck that shit. Motherfucker. Okay. Now, I, I, don't I just be made, a potty mouth. Re- I, I'm respect I, I'm sorry, I, your soon-to-be I just, father-in-law. <laughs> I, just, I just made
2: up. Yo, actually, you know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, I do want to do I Don't Trust People. But before we go to I Don't Trust People, considering milk, I never asked you this the last time, what is your favorite cereals? Milk D? I like... Uh, Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks. What else?
0: Uh, I like Cheerios. Okay. I, I'm usually eating the Frosted Flakes, though. I'm Me too. For, what about you, Nat? Cheerios. come
2: Cheerio, on. so we You got to lower his, so keep his cholesterol. Yeah, right. you got keep that. You know, so that, that, I got to
3: keep the heart pumping and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Get yourself oh, some could, Cinnamon could Toast Crunchy. Could y'all push life? my chair in here and help me out, boys?
2: <laughs> 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 You're in a wheelchair. Uh, actually, uh, we're going to go into a segment that we missed, I think, the last week. Uh, called I Don't Trust People. On Twitter, I started this net, uh, uh, like, people I don't trust, things I don't trust, what I don't trust, and and we give the internet a chance to submit. So who we got submitted this week?
1: Um, our first one comes from Full of Nonsense. I don't trust people that leave the windshield wipers halfway when they turn the car off. I hate that. So, like, it's like a pet peeve. I don't even have a car. But I hate that. Like, what are you doing? Like, just pull that shit down. No, well, I think it's when... Well, why don't they you, trust I, them? What well, just I, things that we don't like? I don't trust that kind of person either. I mean,
2: I, I have done that a couple of times, but sometimes I don't even trust myself. So, but, but, but what happens is when you turn your car off and you have your windshield wipers on, it'll stop in the middle.
0: And you rush in.
2: So you put it down when you're walking out. Hey, listen, I'll be honest with you. I can see what he's saying, but I think you need a little bit more to not trust somebody.
0: I got one. Go ahead. I don't trust people that say, believe me. Ooh. If
3: you say, believe <laughs> me, I don't believe, believe you.
2: <laughs> or you
1: want me to be, to be honest? Like, oh, so normally you a liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Or
2: not to cut you off, which I do sometimes. And, and meanwhile, I am off. cutting off. Cutting people uh, off. Wh- who we got next?
1: Our next one comes from Fidel Fresco. He's the homie. He's like our honorary third co-host. I don't trust people. Oh, I don't trust a man that refers to another man as his bestie. <laughs> um, I mean, in this day and age, <laughs> that went over Nat's head. But 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 Bestia. this is the new. This is the new, uh, new. I don't trust that either. That is kind of like, but, a gross but unless thing. you wanted the kids. If you wanted the kids, ow, tuck well, that I'm shirt in, that put them he some grease. Them to be straight. Is no, he doesn't. Tr- he doesn't trust. He's like, men I don't that trust them to be straight. If he says bestie, you can't say bestie. <laughs> I don't really like grown people that say bestie. Like my like, if you're over. Twenty. I'll give you twenty-five. I don't like that. I like, agree. I mean, there's like, so many. Oh, it's things. my bestie. Like it's my bitch. homie, my friend. Do you have snack at the end of the day? And do you have? You take naps now, don't you? Like you're, you are five. <laughs> <laughs> who else? We got? This one is from Premium Peach Show. I don't trust people who eat rice with ketchup. Weirdos. <laughs> with rice with ketchup.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's okay. So. I like a little rice with ketchup. Sometimes it has to be yellow rice, and it has to be an accident. Like I'm not squeezing ketchup on my rice, but if I have ketchup that's, on something else and it touches, it, I'm, mm, I'm with it. I love when that sauces that spill over,
0: except rice. And you're eating the same rice every day, and you just put whatever you have on it to, the to make it a little different. <laughs> like I change so. it up. <laughs>
1: like you put soy sauce one night. I put hot sauce on stuff. I like that. I bite. Like, mm-hmm. And um, Pete, do you have one? Um. Well, I think I,
2: I think I think I mean I should have so many. I, I just did a couple the other day. Not this
1: off your top of your head. I don't. trust I don't people trust that me. don't vote. Unless you a felon, and not your fault. Oh well. Exercise no. that right. No. I don't trust people that don't that pronounce the ma. Like there's somebody I was talking to. like, Yes, I really love young young ma. Like who's that? It's, it's ma.
2: Well, some people may not know how to pronounce it. I don't I mean, like look.
1: that. That's just, you don't trust them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Internet, listen. if
0: they say young ma.
1: Yeah, like, mm. well, You know she don't want to be called ma. <laughs> you know she don't want to be called ma. You saw those periods, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they got to pay attention
2: to the periods. They got to pay attention. Um, Hello. But you know what? Internet's <laughs> listening. You got to read
1: and think. <laughs> mm-hmm. you,
2: you know how to get involved. Uh, use the hashtag I don't trust PPL on Twitter. Add us the Premium Pete Show. Premium Pete. Miss Wilson knows. Let us, let us know who you, or what you don't trust. uh you know what I want to, Nat, wh- wh- what do you got going on now? I mean, I know you're working with some uh, gonna different film, artists. We're going film,
3: we're going to DJs, you okay. know, just um, just hustling. trying. I think the idea in the future, we can't help it, but we, we're all going to be drawn into film. It's just the way of the world. You know, we have a thousand channels that don't have content. Somebody's got to fill it up.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so you out here looking for new talent and stuff.
3: But movie, I think, I think film is the way to go right now. Right. And you got to remember, well, most of your friends have did a transition from looking at Nelson George. I'm
1: definitely a yeah. lesbian. Yeah, hey. Lesbian. <laughs> I'm yeah. all the BNs. Whatever no. you need, I'm amphibian.
3: Do it, I girl. I can act. <laughs> well, let's act. We got to find the right script. Anybody got a script there?
1: I'm going to flip the script. Don't you worry about it. Okay. I'm to do her, she a She got monologue. her own script.
2: But you know what? You know, you, you know like what? the uh, um. I tell you, like I said, you in one episode, it can't be done. We got to bring you back next time you're in town. Right. I want to thank you for, uh, for coming on the show and really yeah. just sharing a lot of insight. I think there's a, a lot of gems and, and a lot of stories of the golden era, even before. Well, the
3: golden era was just part of the experience of life because we've all had good times and bad times. Sure. And if you learn something from your bad times, then it's golden sure most definitely. unless you do it again you sure. don't learn much but if you don't do it again then it's cool well yeah. you,
2: you you want to do the same thing over and over again right. you know you know what they call that insanity, insanity. You know? mm-hmm. but like I said first of all like I said I, I thank you milk thanks for uh, stopping by This, oh, yeah. this is, is milk second time on the show oh yeah, oh, yeah. thank you sir <laughs> but but no no most importantly I I, I do appreciate the uh, relationship that we built mm-hmm. um, more so is because of just the love I have for your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sure. I think no, no. no more, more, like I, I feel like I met Natalie when I wasn't looking. And and you know um, oh yeah you want to put you want to search for the gun oh yeah I don't have a gun <laughs> allegedly allegedly um,
1: you know that's how you got in here like back in the day you ain't walking in the building without them letting that gun no 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 most definitely so I got I, it I, I
2: want to you know it, 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 I want to thank you I want to thank you honestly I mean this I want to thank you for creating Natalie because uh, you know I, I'm. She, As I'm crazy, and she's crazy at times, I do love her very much. Um, your crazy? Well, she's crazy. She is Get crazy. that gun. So me <laughs> I mean, but listen, you cannot be—you have to be crazy in a relationship. And what I mean by that is you, you got to find some type of balance. Sometimes, you know, and I think And sometimes some kind of
3: excitement also. Yes,
2: and, and she has made me into a better man, uh, opened me up more. Uh, no, most definitely. And uh, so I thank you— And I had to thank her mother, too, Uh, but for creating her because it made me, um, it it came in a time that I really needed in life, you know. And when I met her, it really uh, was something I wasn't looking for and never thought that I would get back in a relationship. So, you know, forget about, you know, any type of music or anything like that. Just in general, um, I'm thankful for that, you know.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you, thank you. I wanna say you so we doing speeches. Shoot. you No, know, it's not a speech. I'm just No, nah, you ain't gonna just upstage you, me. I'm about to hit this. <laughs> I wanna thank you for just inspiring because you come from a time where we didn't have like the internet and all the resources that people have now. No, yeah. And you made it happen. When people were telling you no, you made it yes. And you empowered your children. And I know people was hating on Jay Z for what he did with you t- you are the kind of dad that will put on the Ken costume mm, like you mm. go above and beyond for your children and I salute you black man thank, thank you, you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and ooh. internet make sure you guys get think and grow rich change your life change your life it's on audiobook. Hmm? Napoleon Hill yeah Napoleon Dynamite hello get it together and, and,
2: we'll, and we'll get you back for some more of those, uh, those first we priority we going to a script club like,
1: when you when you leaving
2: No, we're not going to a strip club. Internet, listen.
1: You not we? I speak French. First priority. I'm talking about first
2: priority music. Us. Nat Robinson, (laughs) thank you, my brother. Thank you. Cheer. You're welcome. Milk D. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh no, milk holder on. milk ish Thank you for the theme song, Milk. You blessed us. You changed our lives. You gave us the official. Theme song with the most sample song, like we ill. Step up <laughs> if <laughs> you wanna get Mary J premium peak That's all that matters.
2: See you next episode.
1: Ciao.